River Kingdoms are an ever-warring group of city-states, kingdoms, and fiefdoms, where lives are threatened every day by conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Mavoy sits the Stolen Lands, stolen from me and my kind, and degenerated into savage conflict. I have been called by many names, Titania, Nerissa, the Queen of Forgotten Time. Herein lies the end of Stagthorn's tale, where Caelan Peacebringer has finally taken control of the wilderness, monsters, romantic entanglements, the affairs of ancient gods, and war. I will lift the heavy burden from his head and bring Stagthorn peace forever. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 152. Okay, so when last we left our heroes, you were in the mire of the fable. This fetid swamp. You had found Littleton in a bottle, but wondering what to do about it. Um, you were waiting in the Wriggling Man's cave to ambush him when he returned, and he has come out of the swamp water um, and started flying towards the cave. As he comes within about 30 feet of Bryn, he immediately looks straight at her and begins to react, and Bryn has shouted, He knows we're here! and started springing into attack. Uh, so there is no surprise around here because he spotted you with yep. magical senses, and you you are literally sitting around waiting to ambush him. Yeah. So we effectively just go straight into initiative here. Yep. Did we get advanced time to buff ourselves because Bryn warned us that he was coming? Um... I seem to remember that you said we had rounds to cast buff spells, but I may have um, misinterpreted that. Did we do that, or did we skip through it? I can't remember. We didn't. We didn't actually do any buffs. Cool. So, going up in that case, we will go and wind back in time slightly. Yep. Because Swetlana was casting all kinds of things. Because I'm pretty certain Bryn gave us advance warning that she could see him, or something like that. But um, we were waiting to ambush him, and we didn't successfully ambush him. But. Um, if you recall differently, I'm happy to go with that. And he doesn't notice you're there until he moves within 30 feet of you and then magically overrides for stealth. Yeah. Um, so yes, what do you want to do with your grandiose round worth? Um, I drink a potion of resist, um, resist electricity. Cool. And then, so Switlana can cast one buff spell, and I'm not sure Bryn had any particular buffs she wanted to deploy. No, uh, Bryn will make sure she's got her weapon yeah. out and ready to go, not that's a particular major. Uh, I just need a moment to do Svetlana. Yep, Can you gain 15 temporary hit points from False Life? Sure. Can I have that paper? Yep. As 
this is one of her all day buffs. I just don't bother to establish it until we actually get there and need it. Yeah, she yeah. Casts false, she casts false life on herself and false life on you. Yeah, and um, Kaelin knows he's got the benefit of overland flight because that's one of the ways we got into the swamp. Um, and she will cast the invisibility on herself. Cool, that's very very useful buff. Yep, and of course only one round to prepare, so one round is one round to prepare. Although Kalen doesn't have any other potions that he would have drunk anyway because um, he got some really nice AC buffs, but, you know, he doesn't think the Wriggling Man's going to attack his AC so much as the saves. Of course, there's a potion you can drink to just have better saves. Alright, so Svetlana yes. uh, could burst around the corner and cast a spell on him on the basis that as a high-level wizard he's undoubtedly walking around with a couple of all-day buffs on Yeah. regardless of what else he's doing. Or pop around the corner and blast him with a maximized fireball. Well, the thing is, you know, that would have the... Like, Kaelin's not going to stand out of melee with him forever because it's a yeah. beneficial position and that would have the advantage of um, uh, getting his... Um, getting the maximized fireballing in while the area is good. Also, if he's got really good fire resistance, this would be a good, great way to find out about it. So I'm going to be referring to my phone continuously because this guy has a massive strength. Yeah, spells. yeah, I, I, um, I have run, a, I have won at least one high level spellcaster battle. I know how hard it is. You're allowed to take more time on your rounds. Ample amount of distance for that. So Svetlana will actually come to where she can see him and yeah. drop to the back of the cave in an effort to separate you guys in so much as she can. Yeah. Um, And then she calls out to him. Wriggling man, I have told you are a foul creature of evil, and seeing where you make your home, I have no trouble believing it. You brought this evil to our land, and now it has come home to roost in your home. I'm afraid there is nothing more for it but for us to fight. Fight mage to mage. <laughs> and let's rip with her maximized fireball. Yep. The wriggling man, like a surprisingly adept mass of worms, uh, probably rolls to one side. Uh, 27, I would say that seems like pretty safe money. Uh, where are you, Svetlana? Yes, indeed. I just need to pause for a moment and update something. And fire rips over him as he manages to turn slightly at this. Several worms burn away mm. from the mass, and under the heat of the flames just shrivel into ash before they even hit the ground. This does not, however, overly trouble him. He saves for half. Yep. However, um, he then takes presumably takes extra. Correct. Damage. What he takes is what he takes is half times another fifty percent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why am I rolling this? Maximized fireball. It's forty-five points of fire damage. Oh, very nice. Consider that a worthwhile use of a round. Okay. And then... 
Bryn steps forward. <clears throat> Even a bear should always be cautious when it returns to its den. Mm-hmm. Never know when the hunters have come to you. Steps forward, and um, is this map sufficiently obvious to you, or do you want some clarification? Um, I'm presuming that the blue bits are swamp and the green bits are trees? Correct. Or... So I've put the bottles on the map because it's probably relevant that you don't want to fireball them. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming you kind of want to avoid um, breaking or them. disrupting them in any way if yeah. you can help it. Um, so what you have here is these are raised bits of swamp. These cool. are actually solid land. Yeah. Everything else is difficult terrain. Yeah. And you have no idea how deep any given bit is at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way this is going to manifest is before you put your foot in something that is too deep and disappear under entirely, you'll get a check. But I'm not going to go through and mark every square on the map. Yeah, well. yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so Bryn will step forward to here, where she is merely in one range increment and throws her net out at him. Just touch AC. And indeed, the net will wrap around him and Bryn will at this point grab the rope on the end of it, wrap it around her arm and pull it. She is using the effect of the net to try and hold him. Sweet. Um... You do not expect this tactic to have any great success whatsoever because you absolutely know he can turn into a massive worm yeah. and just <laughs> straight out of the net. But it's a, uh, de- it's a delaying action as yeah. opposed to an incredible um, piece Well, of also, um, while he can escape from the net at any time, that's a tremendous waste of his rounds as a high-level arcanist. Yes. Um, who's um, much less effective as a swarm of worms. Um so, well entangled, he has to make concentration checks every round, every time he tries to cast a spell. Yeah. Um, which I is, is a barrier to him, but probably not a massively significant one. Yeah, he's going to be able to make nearly all of his concentration checks, but um, it also... Like Svetlana, by comparison, has plus 20 to her concentration. Yeah. And it's a difficulty of 15 plus spell level, so yeah. odds on that he's going to hit every one of them. Yeah. But nonetheless, he is netted. And Bryn will hold the net on, which means, not irrelevantly, that um, he can only move within the distance that she lets him without making a strength check to drag her along. Yeah. And you're assuming that as a giant pile of worms, he's probably almost certainly stronger than a bunch of worms. Yeah. But you can't imagine that he's hideously strong. Yeah, basically. yeah, it doesn't seem like the professional arcanist thing is a, um, suggests that he's an awesomely strong creature. Well, also the massive worms doesn't yeah. mean strength. If he was like a mass of ants, that yeah. might be one thing, because ants can lift so much more than their body weight. Yeah. Worms are not particularly strong creatures. Yeah. Although the dexterity makes a certain amount of sense. Yes. But that's escape artist. If yeah. he wants to move, if he wants to get out of the net, he can in any yeah. number of ways. If he wants to move, he has to tow Bryn behind him. Yeah. Um, he will sort of his head with its lack of eyes and just the wriggling mass in its face turns, looks at the net, looks at you in his crude, barren sort of Spartan cave, and. When he speaks, there is a vague parting of the worms to make a vague mouth hole as he speaks. Arrogance, striplings. You have not bearded a bear in his den. You come hunting 
for a Tyrannosaurus with sharpened sticks. Mage to mage, I have lived a thousand of your lifetimes, and in the first world I will live a thousand more. For my queen's wishes, your kingdom will be bottled. But you have denied yourself the sanctity of peace and eternal life because you are fools. I will ensure you never receive what you are due, and instead you get what is coming to you. You dare to face me next to me. And there's a slight smile on his whole lips as he acknowledges the um, uh, the irony of this one. Next to me, you are but insects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, and totally untroubled by the net, he will begin doing things. Yep. Uh, probably speedy. It probably quickened meta magic speedy things. So... For starters, the wounds simply wriggle, and this is damn disturbing to watch, because uh, usually a mage holds their hands up and flicks yeah. their fingers out and blah, blah, blah. He raises his hand, somewhat hampered by the neck, by the net, and his fingers curl backwards like this. Yeah. With just sort of a... Yeah. He's curling up the backs of his hands as they begin to wriggle. Uh, and he casts a quicken to something or other. Yep. Unsurprisingly. Um, followed by a less quickened something or other. Yep. And then things happen. <laughs> Alright, and Svetlana as the character with her awesome spellcraft here. Uh, perceives him cast a quickened resist fire. Yep. Makes, makes good sense which will, as she is guessing, give him 30 points of fire resistance. Yeah, which um, will make her... Which means it was a great turn to have off the maximised fireball right off the bat. Although, honestly, it might still be a perfectly sound tactic, given how low his hit points are, relative to, and how difficult he is to damage with conventional weapons. Save that one, I think. And he throws his arms out, and you feel this voice in your head, something slimy slipping into your ear, like a worm burrowing into your brain. Stop! And do you feel a paralysis setting over you as Svetlana fails to identify the spell, but it is something that is paralyzing you or freezing you in some fashion? Yep. Uh, and can everybody give me a will save? Yes. Stopping dead. Okay. I think for no particular reason, Caleb is going to access his, um... Does Caleb like rolling ones, does he? Caleb doesn't like rolling ones. Caleb has been saving his huge pile of hero points. 
office kind of thing. Bryn freezes, crouched for a moment, growls, and then throws this off entirely. Svetlana also rolls a one. Yep. Okay, so time to deploy some hero points for the team. Cool wings. So, Kaelin will spend the survivor. Yep. As, um, a con card for a plus two bonus. And a different dice. And Svetlana will spend the waxworks, the card of anti-paralysis. Yes. Mm-hmm. may still be in some trouble. Oh, she saves by one. Yep. Kaelin may still be in some trouble as he rolls a four, but I wasn't necessarily going to save this. I just don't want the, um, the total guaranteed failure. So is what save is this again? It's Will, Will. isn't it? Will. Yep. Okay, so um, 23 is what Kaelin gets on that. Which is exactly what you need. Sweet. Fitlana has 24. So you feel your body just stopping, freezing in place. Kalen has to push his will against the wriggling man's to throw off this mass hold person. Yep. Sweet. Uh, so that that. Yes. The, the, Kaelin draws on his primal uh, primal need to survive. He can't be held down or stopped by this because that will result in his death. Yeah, well, particularly if you're out in the swamp where you yeah. just kind of sink and drown. Yeah, thought so. So he may only cast one quickened spell per round. Um, and being as you know this character is a wizard, he has to have prepared them, which yep. isn't um, necessarily a big issue. Yep. Um, Okay, so that is that, and then as a move action, he will try and fly away from Bryn. Yep. And makes an opposed strength check, and she just wraps the net round and keeps him in place. Sweet. With fairly amount, fairly easy, fairly easily. Yeah, she's she's doing great. All right. Um, he is. Uh, she finds stronger than. She would think. Yep. Not without, that. without necessarily being impressively so. Yep. So. He lifts. Kaelin is going to fly. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yep. Because he's got 30 feet of movement. He does because he's in heavy armor. Yeah. So he can't get as far as he would like. And um, he is choosing not to um, fly out over the bog and stop, yep. but rather to stop somewhere he can put his feet down, uh, just in case someone might be planning to throw have any kind of dispel magic at him. Yep. Um, which brings him within twenty. I believe that brings him within twenty feet. Uh, it does. Yes. Cool. Um, and he will plant his feet firmly on the somewhat boggy ground. You're old, and an impressive uh, 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 and an impressive spellcaster. I'd rather not fight you, given the choice, Ace. But whether I live or die, I'll tell you one thing. And he nods the nods at the cave. You call this living? I'll wager I've been happier in one day than you could be in a hundred years in this place. And whether I live or die fighting you. 
I'll be damn glad I live my years as a man. And then he throws sacrifice. Yep. Right at the red gleam man. Yep, and flies across and strikes him. Yep, he does not power attack because he doesn't know how hard this guy is going to be to hit, and he only gets to do it once because um, he has um, moved. Because he has moved. Yep. Alright, and he rolls poorly. So that is nearly a 31. And as you fling it, um, the wriggling man twists in the air, seeming to um, move about. And what you actually see is, instead of getting the hard shot you're looking for, you get a piece of the shoulder, and he dodges, and his shoulder dislocates out of socket, goes, <laughs> wiggles down to his chest here, and the blade flies over his head, and flies, and then, shoot, returns to your hand. Yep. So that's not enough. You do not pass his AC. Yep. Roll the six on the dice, but certainly a good call not to power attack. Um... You will also see, perhaps unsurprisingly, um, the wriggling man is wearing a robe of some kind. It looks like an actual physical object, as opposed to just something on him. He is wearing gear, he is carrying a staff. Um, your guess would be that he has some manner of actual armour coming from somewhere. Yeah. And also that he's got supernatural protections. Yeah. Various mage armors and shields and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, okay, and that is Riggles. Uh, and it's Caleb. And uh, it is... In- no, my apologies. He had better things to do than that. Uh, he has not actually yet cast one of his buffs. The blade retroactively hits him. Cool. Excellent. I, I like that outcome. That's uh, no sense to spotting that. Alright. Yeah, so the resist energy was more valuable. Yeah. Which quite than the quicken shield. Alright. And um twenty one points of um negate damage that negates the uh yep. So he seems pretty contemptuous as the sword flies towards him. Like, tries to get out of the way, doesn't quite get there. It rips through and tears a hole clean through his shoulder and arm. And then, of course, it just reforms over. Um, But it does seem to punch a decent-sized hole through, as opposed to just chopping out ten worms. And he looks contemptuous as the sword flies towards him, and then the arm flinches in pain, whatever else he can clearly still feel the pain. Mm. As the sword goes through him and then ducks his shoulder away as it flies back to Caelan's hand. So, the swords Triss spoke of. And Caelan will smile at him. Interesting. Not a nice smile. <laughs> since he, since the prize pet could not get the job done, it will surely be worth something to me to present them. To Titania. Alright, and that's that. 
And unless anything happens at the end of the round, it is Svetlana. It does not. Alright, so she is thinking not of not chucking another maximized fireball. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'd certainly say the dispel is probably more valuable unless she has something else she wants to have at him. Uh, there's a possibility for enlarging you. If you want to be bigger. I don't particularly. I'm, um, pretty, I appreciate the false life buff and I don't object to the other buffs, but, um, I'd rather be small so I can more easily negotiate the swamp. Well, the thing is, if you're big, then you're taller than the swamp. But, um, that was my line of logic in any case. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to hold seeing where this is going. Um, she says, Ah, a spell to resist my fire. Well, you yeah, would be pleased to know that I have been, you will be pleased to know that I have been a mage long enough to have learned, even in my short, short human years, to have learned more than one trick. Chain lightning. <laughs> Sweet. Let's see how resistant to this you are. Yeah, yeah, well, it's going to be our problem as well, but there's no way to resist every kind of element damage. No, it's not. That chain lightning is the one that she controls. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, um, when we when he hits things at us, right. like, to prepare for this fight, Caitlin is now somewhat resistant to it. Fire and electricity, but you know, he can't protect against every kind of element damage the wriggling man can deal either. Yeah, she declines to choose secondary targets. Yeah, yeah. And a lightning arcs out of her hands. Yep. And he again wriggles away with ease. Yep. Um, which is, he could afford a ring of evasion. Yep. And this one is not maximized. Yeah, cannot do it. So chain lightning's not a single target effect. Uh, one primary target uh, plus one secondary target per level. Uh, maybe you're right. She can't target him with it. Uh, I mean, I, I I I'd love it if she yeah, could. Yeah, no, you're right. He has a movement when he spell to affect the targets any specific number of creatures. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, she, you're right. She can't have the chain lightning at him because um, he's a, because he, she's choosing him as the target. In that case, yep. rewind slightly. Yep. Says, we mages have learned a few little tricks in our brief human years. Ready to dispel magic. Sweet. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is also targeted, but there's also an area effect version of it. Sweet. Uh, and as she can throw it backwards... She goes woof and takes in the swamp around him, yep. behind him, without hitting anyone else, and then goes through and starts dispelling his spells. Yes. Which will presumably take okay. a little while. Starting with the highest. And of course, if she gets the, um, if she manages to take down the resist fire, he um, may be able to cast it again, but it's certainly using up his quicken slot. Okay, difficulty of 11, plus the spell's caster level, his caster level is beatly, beatly bop. Uh, she needs to roll that or higher. Okay, and then she starts running through his high level spells. No.
Yes. Yes. No. And no. So she throws her hands out, concentrates, ripples as the energy bursts out of her. That's gotten rid of a little of it. Not all. The wriggling man keeps flying. Nothing else obviously changes about him. Yep. Um, and do you need to make any notes at that point? No, it's pretty easy to get through. He doesn't have this effect up, he doesn't have this effect up. No problem. Cool beans, and then Bryn. Yep. Uh, so. She's doing a great job with the net. Yeah, Bryn, I think, will keep a hold of the net. Yeah, she has to keep holding on to the net, so she has to stay at that range. Uh, she will reach down with one of her feet and just scoop up a bunch of mud from the swamp and fling it up towards him, trying to get it into his eyes, into his hands, wherever will inconvenience him. Yep. And makes Nate another check to lower his AC. Yep. Which she does with ease. Cool. Lovely. And then, a wriggling man. You meddle with a force you cannot comprehend. I have mastered every trick you know and a thousand more. Ancient swords will not aid you against one who controls. And then there is a... In front of Kaelin, what do you see is You cannot... The ancient swords will not avail you against one who controls. The net falls away completely empty. The wriggling man is gone entirely. And there is the briefest echo of his words in the air. Time. 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 Nice. So he casts Time Stop within the net. And yeah, spends some time doing whatever the hell he pleases. Yep. That be his big trick, yo. And at this point, the net is basically spent because Bryn needs to spend multiple rounds refolding it so she can use it again, yeah, which yeah. ain't never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, Spitliner actually can tell you that he has cast Time Stop. Um, this doesn't tell you anything extraordinary that you don't already know. Yeah. Um, uh, but what you as the player may or may not know is um, he speeds up time so much that he has a bunch of rounds. Yeah. But he cannot actively harm you during them. You, yeah. You are operating on a different time stream to him. Right, yeah. So if he throws a fireball, it just bursts over you without doing anything because the fire is moving so quickly you don't even perceive it happen. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So this lets him do all the buffs and um, repairs to his dispels and moves and things of that nature that he wants. Correct. Wiggles out of the net and wiggles back into the net. And he gets a, he gets a d four plus one rounds of apparent time, and yeah. she can do as he pleases, but can't um, can't directly hurt us. Okay, so I'm just going to pause for a brief moment and take three rounds worth of actions. Yeah, yeah. None of which you will see, comprehend, or know what they are. Yeah, yeah. And so Kaylin has the briefest blink of time um, before you see a bunch of things happen. Um, the wriggling man is gone. The net has already... The net is just floating in the air with apparently nothing in it. Then suddenly contracts and goes splash into the swamp. Yeah. You have just enough time to notice a small glowing bead sort of glowing in the midst of the cave about here. 
before it suddenly explodes in a ball of flame. Yep. Some sort of delayed blast fireball. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just the thing to go with time stuff. Yeah. And where there wasn't, Kaylin is now suddenly forced to react as directly in front of her, there is a gigantic worm. Right, yep. The wriggling man is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So he's cast a delayed blast fireball, wiggled out of the net, and um, possibly summoned this giant thing. Or possibly turned into a... Um... Or either summoned or turned into a giant creature. And um, the... And that's all we can... And that's all he's done that we can tell, but, you know, he may have had more rounds than that. Okay. Yes, because you do not perceive... You know he's got somewhere between two and five rounds worth of time to yeah. do everything. Uh, then, one after another, the delayed blast fireball goes off. Yep. Choose the delay, and then there is a large boom. It is coming from in here. Uh, Kalen gets a plus four against this because the fire mostly lashes into the wall and then around towards you. Cool. And make a reflex save. Alright. 29. Yeah, Bryn is gone. Yep. She just immediately dives into the swamp. Yeah. Reacting within half a second, she yep. dives into the swamp and then comes back up as the fire blasts over her head. Um, Kaelin presses himself hard back against the cave wall, and fire licks around you, scorching you. And Svetlana... Uh, no, Tristan's the one that invested in the Ring of Evasion. Yep. Alas, mm-hmm. Evasion is one of the qualities she does not have. Uh, Svetlana also makes this save. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Can you take 38 points of fire damage? Yep, so the runes on... Some of the new runes on Kaelin's armor glow red. Yep. And 10 points of that is negated. Fair enough. 28 points of fire damage. Which is pretty impressive for a half damage... 38 is pretty impressive for a half damage, so that was a... Ah, uh, they go up to 20 d6. Ah, right, it's the castle off. level, yep, makes sense. Okay. The regular fireball caps at 10. Uh, a delayed blast caps at 20. Alright, so that negates Caitlin's false life, and then he takes 13 points of actual damage. Yep, and Caitlin is slightly singed. So, Lama takes 38. Um. Mm. 
there is no real way to get around this. Uh, the worm creature in front of him fire blasts over uh, in front of Kaelin fire yep. blasts over it as well. Yep. And it does seem to burn it, although not by substantive amounts. Yeah. And that is him, and then we drop immediately to Kaelin. So what is in front of you looks like a gigantuan earthworm, except for the fact that it has hands of sort coming out the side. Um... Unlike the Wriggling Man, it doesn't look like a mass of worms. It looks like it's one solid creature. But it has effectively big arms and hands coming out the side that are vaguely like pincers, sort of snapping and crushing down. Um, When it opens its mouth, you can see it's got a lot of razor-sharp teeth and a bit more in there. And its pinches also appear to have serrated teeth on them, as if it has mouths in its hands. Yeah. You have no real earthly idea what this thing is. Um, it does look like vermin, however. Yep, cool. <laughs> Thou care to smite things. Yep, sounds like that. That's um, right, I can smite him as well, but I haven't yet. And do you have any method of, um, you have no methods of supernatural senses up at the moment, do you? No, I do not. So you have no idea if the wriggling man is here, gone, etc., etc. Yeah. Directly in front of you. Ruddy, ruddy, ruddy. Yep. So, um, Catelyn will say, Alright, I'll fight this thing. You two see if you can find him. I don't think this is him. Um, he can switch the sword to matchless sentinel and um, try and locate the wriggling man, but he can also fight a yeah. giant worm, yeah. and he's kind of the best man on the team for fighting the giant worm. This is one of the things where Svetlana might well be able to tell you, because she can see, can see invisibility, but I'm going to stick strictly around the no, water yeah, until she gets to her turn. Alright, so Kaelin makes an attack on the worm with sacrifice. Yep. For 20, um, no, um, he would have, sm- he was going to smite, I just forgot to say it. I'm sure I think Grunt Creature actually get to do it because it's a bad roll. So, um, did I help me? It killed this thing, and Kaelin brings his sword down and, um, smites it. So, that is, um, Thirty-three to hit, and with ease you cleave into this huge worm. Yeah, its hard, rubbery skin is hard to pierce and full of natural armor, but the damn thing is nearly immobile. Yep. All right, and Kalen deals it. Twenty-nine points of smite damage. And, of course, if it has any form of DR, yeah, you do not it. see it. Yep. And this clearly cuts into the worm, which begins to bleed. Yep. Sort of the it out a bit. Alright, um, that was another poor roll. I haven't rolled above a 7 on the attack yet. Uh, so that, and this one's not a smite, of course, because it's second attack, so... That's, uh, uh, Amiga 24 to hit. Hit. Kill. 
Alright, and that is, um... Uh, 25 points of damage. I am rolling well on the damage. Yep. And then for the third attack, uh, much better roll. Um, 32, so that will obviously has to be, uh, worse on the damage, though. 19 points of damage. I don't imagine the worm is looking particularly badly off. off. Oh, no, no, it looks like you've chopped some good chunks out of it. Good. Alright, so, Kale and full attacks the worm. And, um, well, five foot to here. Yep. But stay in melee with it, because I don't want it going... I want to be the easy target. I don't want it going after the girls. Yep. I'm sure Bren could fight it, but I'd better things for her to be doing, and Svetlana, I really don't want fighting it. Svetlana looks around, her eyes tracking around the swamp. Uh... She says, I can't see him. Damn it. He must have left. Or he could be that worm. She cannot, she can see invisibility. She cannot, doesn't have true seeing up. She cannot pierce it if he's polymorphed or something like that. Yeah. Um, I imagine Bryn will be able to tell me more when we get to her round, but in the meantime. So, in the absence of any actual targets, uh, She will not move up to you because she doesn't want to provoke from the giant worm. Uh, she will stay back where she is. She could lay on hands or resist resist fire if she has one. Yeah, or she's not particularly hurt. She's going to cast a resist fire on herself. Yep, seems useful. Yeah, detect thoughts might help her, but it's a long-term thing, not a short-term thing. Yeah, yeah, we... If you need to hunt him down afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bryn looks over at this and says, And her one, however, so many different abilities going on. Mm. Absolutely. No, he's still here, masked, under the water. <laughs> she can smell him. Sweet. Um, so, as a move action, she notes that the wriggling man is out this way from the cave, yep. under the water somewhere. Yep. Um, and then... Or a second move action. I think we'll get out there and get away from you guys if you're yep. good with yeah, the yeah. giant worm. Absolutely, I can. I, I can. I can so absolutely solo the trap. She'll work. blast to Kalen with very, but doesn't even bother to communicate with just a yeah. look of you. Go, you got yeah. this. You got this. Yeah, okay. Kalen nods emphatically. And she. Rolling a two on one check and a one on the other, leaps into the air from a standing position, curls through the air as the worm lashes out with one giant pincher towards her. 
tumbles around its attack of opportunity and jumps 50 foot out into the swamp and lands on there. That's my girl. From a standing position. Yep. And rolling incredibly poorly. Yep. Yeah, she can't get any further than that. Yep. She, is, she is capped by her, jumps, her jump check as opposed to her movement here. Yep. Nonetheless, that's my girl. Alright. And... And then it's team sneaky under the water wriggling man. Yep. The worm creature in front of you sort of just oozes round Kaelin and heads into the cave after Svetlana. Yep. Might as well get away in there because it can. And provokes from Kaelin as it goes. Excellent. Hofty amounts. Yep. You clip it. For, um... Another 25. Rolling a lot of nines. Bleeds some more. Yep. And it closes on Svetlana and then reaches out to her with one great pincher. Yep. Despite her being reasonably quick, the pincer closes around her with ease. Yeah. Lifts her into the air. Crunches down, deals her 16 damage of bludgeoning, and she... Ow! Ah! Careful! Has poison within its claws. You'd think it would tell me this here. GM wants to know what the DC of the damn poison is on the character of the monster's (laughs) creature's statue. Uh, So she will fail that, alas. Poison. Vile poison. And she drops five points of constitution. Nasty. She brings her down. One, two. And then the giant creature easily picks her up, clutching yep. her in its pincers and holding on to her. Yep. That's very effective. Yep. And of course, that's assuming that isn't the wriggling man. That then um, he gets actions as well. And of course, you don't necessarily have to reveal what he does unless he does anything we can see. Yep. You may or may not want to confirm whether that is him. Uh, wriggling man. Now I had a good chance to do this one. <laughs> well now, well now, that is interesting. And yes, there is no limitation on that. So, Bryn's ears come up. She, he's here. Can hear him chanting somewhere as he casts a spell of some kind. And suddenly, Kalen finds himself flying up into the air as if the world has suddenly flipped upside down. You are falling into the sky all of a sudden out of nowhere. 
as gravity reverses itself. Oh, nasty. And you go falling off into the sky. Yep. Uh, at this point, Kaelin endeavours to basically jam the sword into the swamp bank and hang the fuck on. Yep. Which is a reflex save. Cool. Uh, 24. Uh, DC is enough. Okay, so you and Bryn... Gravity has now reversed on both of you. You are falling upwards yeah. into the ceiling, but in this case, into the open sky. Yeah. There is a plus side, however, to this in Thousand Breaths, which is that you can't fall off the world because you will only be able to fall up so high before you hit the invisible cap. Yeah. Um, that's it. <sighs> if you let go of the ground at any point here, you will go flying upwards. Yeah. And this keeps tugging at you. Uh, as he can do this and has no compelling reason not to. Uh, Same thing happens. Fuck. Svetlana and the worm creature fly up into the roof of the cave yeah. and strike it. Yep. Both taking damage. Yep. Not an excessive amounts, it must be said. Yeah. Uh, Svetlana is definitely starting to feel this. Yeah. Um, yeah, con, con damage is nasty stuff. Less so, however, as she hits the roof, moving at pretty good speed, mm. as if she has just stepped off a cliff, smacks into the roof, sort of grimaces and seems to turn away, and there is a light shimmering of green energy around her. As this is falling damage rather than magic damage, her DR applies to it. Oh, nice. It is not evil falling damage. Yep. So her mantle of faith protects her. Excellent. And the wriggling man does not reappear. Yeah, hard to blame him. The, um, if he can cast swells under the swamp, the under the swamp is definitely a um, fairly preferable position for him. I presume he made the concentration checks earlier to cast spells within the net. Uh, certainly he appears to have succeeded in doing things. Yep. You have no idea how he got out of the net. But, but um, among other things, you're pretty sure he could have discorporated and reformed, well, which yeah. costs him rounds but doesn't. Yeah, I, I, I kind of assume... It, I kind uh, he, of made the, he made the concentration check for the time stop. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, the net is just not that big a hindrance for that. Yeah. His ninth level spell is difficulty 24 concentration. Check. Yeah, but he's going to have... Hey, yeah, and Svetlana has 20 con. Yeah. And he's a better spellcaster than her. Yep. All good. Okay, and that's that's Team Wrigley. Ah, that's nasty. Her concentration's gone down. Yeah. Because her constitution has gone down. Yeah. That is Team Wrigley Man. Okay, so Kaelin is presently clinging onto the ground. Yep. He can fly, however. Yep. So if, How does that factor in? So if you can climb, then yeah. you can climb along the ground. Like yeah. as, uh, Imagine you're hanging on yeah. to the roof, basically. Uh, if you can fly, you can prevent yourself from falling, although gravity continues to affect you in reverse. Okay. So can I, for example, just move along to here and then hang on to the ground again? Uh, because I fly along yeah. here and then hang onto the ground again without needing to make a climb check? Yeah, so what's causing you to fly? Uh, the Overland Flight spell. Cool. Then, yes, you may do so. Cool. So, Carolyn, um, 
flies sort of skimming along the ground, uh, and as though he was skimming along the ceiling, and then grips onto the ground, takes a, gri- uh, ha- uh, 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 grips with his um, free hand onto the ground again as he stops in front of the creature. Yep. Um, moves along to here, and um, because the dreaded thing has moved, 5, 10, 15, 20, um, gets to here, and then um, can only make one attack on it. And I believe you may um, dispel the... Because this is a spell that is affecting you, you can dispel these things on yourself with the sword. Yeah. If you so choose. Yeah, but that's an, but that's another move action sure. to change the sword. I really want really, this hunter abilities because they would also let me demand, dimension anchor Wrigley if I can find him. Yeah. And hit him with it. But... Um, Caitlin doesn't have a spare move action to change the sword over, so he's he's and also he doesn't know if the worm's got any DR. Yep. For for right now, the tactical pr- priority is kill the worm before it kills Svetlana. Yep. Just being attacked every round by the wriggling man doesn't work out great for us. But you know, neither does Svetlana dying because she's been killed by a giant worm. Yep. You know, I mean, presumably it can hit her with the con damage thing again next round if it hits her, which probably isn't going to experience a lot of difficulty in doing. She may have an escape plan, but. You know, many spellcasters would have trouble. Yeah, her. she doesn't have Dimension Door, which yeah. is the one that lets you get out of grapples. Yeah. Without um, components. Alright, so Caitlin moves to here and then hits the worm once with sacrifice, and he again sm- and um, green energy flares around his blade as he again smites it. Yep. Alas, doesn't crit, but um, hits by a hofty, hofty margin. Yep. And rolls poorly. Uh, that is and damages it to Omega twenty two, and he forgot to power attack, so he doesn't. It is quite wounded. Cool. Yes, he can't alas bring it down this turn. But it was always the hope of a crit. Svetlana calls out. He's out of the water! Flying! Not too far in front of Bryn. She can see him invisible cool. somewhere here ish. Excellent. Hmm? That one, that one, that one. Uh, she's got nothing. Can she lay on hands? Uh, yes, actually, she can. It does not require somatic components. I know she can't boost herself up over her new con, but she's taken a fair amount of Yeah, damage. no, it's good, good thought. Erthos Grace, you will not take me. And heals herself of substantive amounts of wounds. Yep. And then it is Team Bryn. Yep. Yeah, honestly, she feels pretty good about this. Uh, so she has a pretty good idea where the wriggling. She had a vague idea where the wriggling man is. She can track him with scent, but as there isn't a great deal she can do with him. Yeah. Um, she is going to make a climb check to hang on because she can't fly. Yeah. What she can do, however, is climb really well. Yeah. So you see Bryn is hanging on to a sort of twisted stump that is sticking out of the swamp here. 
and she sort of, uh, uh, she was being pulled up into the sky, flicks around, wraps her legs around the stump in a yoga-style position, uh, is holding on as her body is getting tugged into the air, reaches around behind her back, pulls out the longbow, and fires a shot at the scorpion. Ah, nice. She cannot full attack it, because she has to take a move action to draw. She doesn't have yep. quick draw like you do. And with ease, yep. the um, the arrow just flies into the thing. <laughs> deals it seven points of damage, and a moment later there is a pop as the scorpion ceases to exist. Sweet! What an awesome contribution. Yeah. There we are, and that saves Svetlana for another round of taking damage. Svetlana briefly goes thud into the yep. ceiling as she falls out of its grip. Yep. And that's that. Yep. And... Brenda. Yep, but, but that was an awesome contribution. Yep. So I'm going to leave everybody knocked down while they're on reverse gravity. Yeah, absolutely. that seems like the easiest method of doing it. Yep. Um... Again, you cannot see the wriggling man. Again, Bryn hears that muttering, and a whip-like form of something glowing and spectral in the air that looks like a long worm about the size of a human-sized whip uh, appears. Spiritual weapon, I would guess. I might um, use a person for this. Yeah, yeah, that's fine appears out of thin air in front of Svetlana and whip cracks at her. Yep. Shattering past her AC. Yep. And dealing her 24 points of damage. Yep. with there is a flicker and a boom as a ball of fire suddenly appears out of nowhere a small bead bounces from somewhere off into the swamp into here and goes boom over you and Svetlana it passes completely harmlessly through this shimmering worm yep it's not a um alright um Kaelin gets a 26 on his reflex save you this one doesn't appear to have the force of the previous one. Yeah. Uh, 10, 20, uh, 22 points of fire damage. Cool, so 12 for Kaelin. And nothing happens to Svetlana. Right, yeah, because she's got the resist she's fire She's got 30 points of resist fire on Yeah. And she makes her save. Yeah. So the fire simply bursts harmlessly over her. Yeah. Alright, and um, Kaelin is slightly more singed. And that is that. Yep. And it's Kaelin. And it's Kaelin. Cool. So Kaelin um, uh, shifts his... Um, uh, Kaelin, clinging onto the ground with one hand, um, concentrates on the sword and um, 
the um, switches it from sacrifice to relentless hunter as a move action. Um, relentless hunter therefore supplies him with the ability of dispelling hostile magic. Or does that? Ha- when does that happen? Does that happen at the top of the round? Uh, Okay, so the only thing of note to you is flying lets you by and large ignore the resist gravity, but you are forced to keep moving. If you don't fly downwards, you will end up falling upwards. Yeah. So you're forced to basically take move actions to... There's no restriction on you. You can go left, right, up, down, etc., etc., but you have to spend a move action or fall. Yeah. Uh, at a caster level of 15, um, Blight itself takes an action at the end of any turn in which you are under a hostile magical effect. It only dispels things for its wielder, so yep. it cannot get rid of the reverse gravity. It merely dispels it on you. Yep, sweet. So that will be at the end of the round. So meantime, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yep. Caelan will move to the next island and yep. get a bit closer. Yep. Um, also flying downwards. And... Um, then blight di- and then relentless hunter just endeavors to dispel or resist gravity. Cool. So you are rolling, adding fifteen, and trying to hit a difficulty of uh, of twenty eight. Yep. Uh, twenty nine. Okay. So reverse gravity ends on you. Yep. And Kaelin is now holding it. Um, it, um, so each round it can potentially negate a mid magical effect on me. The um, matchless sentinel is, of course, the one that would let me just know where he is. Yep. Um, but um, for right now, this is the one that I want. And, of course, these uh, neither of these have these um, damage, um, have the DR ones, yep. so I can't am- damage him as directly. Or I can't damage him as much. Alright, so Svetlana cannot, uh, chooses not to direct you to him. Yeah. Um, because she can spend move actions going, he's there, no, to the left yeah. in this particular square. Yeah. Um, but instead of doing that, she is going to fly forward out of the cave. Yep. She, of course, is also under the effects of flight. Yeah. Uh, she passes around the sword, I believe. The... Thing. Yes, she knows how the spell works. She doesn't know what she's going to do. It cannot provoke attacks of opportunity. So she flies around this whip worm, not, not even worrying about it, just yep. basically goes straight through it, um, bursts out the other side, and says, There, he's there! Throws her hands out and casts another greater dispel magic area effect at him. Sweet. Now, she um, realizes this time round that she cheated the first time through. Uh, because she's felling throwing area dispels, she can only try and she can only get rid of one spell. She aims at his highest level one. If she right. doesn't get it, she goes to a lower yeah, level right. one. If she yeah. doesn't get it, she goes to a lower level one. Um, until she gets something. The so, targeted dispel is she gets to do everything on him, but she can't target him because, because he's not a single... Policies. Yeah. So um, does he retroactively get back one of the two things that he lost? Uh, he, given that he's since cast it again anyway, what I'm going to do is give him back the spell slot. That seems fair. Uh, 
Alright, so she does not dispel his highest level effect. His next highest level effect is I'm gonna say the quicken thing, because it's not actually the highest level spell, but it's using up the highest level spell slot. That makes sense. Uh, fails that. Uh, yeah, passes that. Uh, and can Kaylin give me a spot check? Or listen if that favours you better. It would absolutely be listen. Uh, that's a ten. Okay. You hear a splash. He falls out of the air and lands in the water. Right. You still do not see him, but he is no longer flying. Yeah. Um, and it's somewhere in front of you, but that's not terribly helpful. Brun, on the other hand, looks around. Uh, yeah. Like, that's where. Yeah, she doesn't have to make a tracking roll. She knows where he landed. Yeah. Sweet. Nice job. All right. And as that is... Greater dispel magic. Yep. That's what rolls down there. Yes, because she moved and did the thing, and she's still trying not to fly into the sky. Yep. And it's Bryn. Okay. Nice job shooting the worm. That made that. Uh, that could have been very bad, huh? Okay, so Bryn. Yet another tab with um, spells and special abilities at <laughs> open. You're doing great, sweetie. I know it's tough with the high level fights. Yeah, I have to say, um, it turns out there is an upper limit on how many nights, seventh level spells that she can cast a day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, it's definitely, um, we're never gonna run out of spells, but it, um, high level spellcasters do, um, drop pretty sharply in their, um, biggest tricks as they, um, as more rounds go by. Right. Okay, so Brim knows where he is. So, Brim, in one fluid movement, lets go of the stump. Flips and jumps through the air, starts falling upwards, uh, doesn't even need to worry about this jump check and pass it with ease. And as she does so, she snaps her arms out and endeavours to grab something you can't see in the swamp. Yep. Uh, once she knows where he is, she jumps towards the right five foot square, at which point Scent immediately tells her he's right there. Yeah. And negates his invisibility. And... She will reach out, hook him, and what you see is Bryn leaps into the water. There's a slight splash and she starts flying out from it as she struggles to pull herself down and then is hanging upside down in the air, twisting herself on nothing you can see, twists herself wound right way up, wraps her legs around mid-air, and puts a full Nelson on Midia. Yeah. And struggles and squirms. 
And as she does so, you see a couple of worms de invisible and fall off into the swamp. She yep. grapples him. Sweet. Awesome. So she is also using him to anchor herself. Yep. And that is that. Yep. Alright. So I know exactly where he is, which would be very helpful, but it's his turn. Wriggling man gets mighty fucked off with this. Yep. There are only so many things. <laughs> and then the wriggling man considers what spells he can cast that don't have somatic components. He knows exactly what spells he can cast that don't have somatic components and how he follows this up. For starters, the whip flies unerringly after Svetlana. Yep. And whip cracks her again. Yep. Then there's a pause as the GM looks through his piles for smokes. She's looking poorly again. Yep. Um, secondly, Bryn starts flying off into the air as she is holding on to something and then it is simply no longer there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Svetlana calls out, He's still here! Dimension door! Nice. And Bryn, with no longer anything to hold on to, goes woof up into the air. Yeah, that's a problem. She no longer gets a reflex save because there is nothing here she can hold on to. Yep. Well, I'm glad there is tree cover there. So what will happen is she falls up into the sky and you see her from her, from your point of view, she disappears into the horizon and continues to get smaller and smaller and smaller. But you've done this, you know from her point of view, She's still only yay far above you. Yep. So she is not going to fall out of existence in Thousand Breaths. Sweet. And fall off the planet. Cool. And that is the Riddling Man. Right. He um he dimension doors and that's all we see him do and that's all we know he's doing? Correct. Dimension door, among other things, ends his turn. Ah, right, yep. Mm-hmm. Alright. And the magical worm whip which continues to operate somewhat independently. Yeah, yep. Alright, so. Kalen doesn't know where he is. Um, Kalen is going to hold his action. Yep. Until after Svetlana and Bryn. Yep. Um, to see if they can give him a better location, because there are numerous things Kalen could do, but there are much more effective things he could do. I mean, I know Bryn and Svetlana have their own problems, but. Yeah. I. Are you under any other hostile magic? I am not at present under any hostile magic. Cool, then Blight the Relentless Hunter does not dispel any yeah. effects on you, because it is only hostile ones. Okay. So, then we're back round to Svetlana. Yes. So you're readying or delaying? No, I'm, um, I'm delaying. Yeah. I, I'm not. I just can't see the um, initiative yeah. tracker under my giant pile of notes. Yeah, I'll um, actually put it somewhere else. Given the whole point of its placement there was so you could see it, I'll stick it here instead. There's not a lot going on in that corner. Svetlana, who at this point is starting to get very angry, looks at this. There's a smack as the worm whips her across the back of the head and leaves a thick welt through her white hair. And she... Ow! Alright. Let's see what you can do about this thing. 
throw their hands out and and a still bind him Caitlin go get him <laughs> and Casts Aristotle's Vines, aka Black Tentacles of Forced Intrusion. Sweet! Because of course she can see where he she is. She can see right where he is. <laughs> and of course, if these grapple him. Let's see how many dimension doors you have, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many dimension doors did you prepare for a day, a day like any other? <laughs> In fairness, quite a few. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't want to be grappled by things because it's death to spellcasters. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, so... Suddenly, shimmering, semi-illusory vines rise up from mm-hmm. out of the swamp, mm-hmm. wrap around something that is there, and you can see them crushing something. Sweet! <laughs> Uh, they make a grapple check, which he opposes with his theoretical grapple skill. Yep. And, of course, they crush the shit out of him. Yep. Uh, uh, this does nothing to him, however. Yep, because, because they... Because they just crush a bunch of worms. Yep. His DR-15 amply soaks the damage, but he can still be grappled. Yes, and that's magical and wonderful and special. <laughs> See, it's only immune to spells that target specific methods of precious. Yep. And then that is her. Yep. Alright, so Kaelin will cease delaying an act at that point. Yep. Um, unfortunately, he may be just a bit far away. The X is where I'm trying to get to, right? Uh, so, you know he's, that's, that's where the centre of the effect is. I'm yep. just putting it there for my... Because um... I can see roughly where he is because of the... Okay, so... You will still need to give me a spot check for this because what you're looking at is where these particular vines are wrapping around something that you can't see. Yep, makes sense. It's a lot easier to see them. Alright, that's an 11, so I may not be able to see them. Nope, that is sufficient. I will put the wriggling man back on the board, and indeed, he is here. Oh, good. That's thoughtful of him. 30. Well, he doesn't particularly want to be in the swamp any more than you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Kaelin can fly 30 feet. Yep, the tentacles grapple you, you pull yep. your way out with freedom of movement. In um, fact, the wriggling man desperately wishes he had. Yep. Uh, now, unfortunately, I need to be at melee range to hit him with Relentless Hunter. Because it's not the one with reach. It's not, it's not the one with reach and it's not the one I can throw. Yep. Um... Can I, is there anything I can do akin to charging, given that, I mean, I could choose not to fly and just hope for my, jump in the bog and hope for the best? Um. I'm no longer under negative I'm, gravity. You're no, longer, you're no longer under reverse gravity, but you won't be able to charge through the bog anyway. Because, because it's, it's difficult, difficult terrain. terrain. Yeah. And that hampers you regardless of, um, freedom of movement. Alright, um. Hmm. Yeah, that works. Um. Kaelin is going to um, embrace the joys of being a quick draw artist. Yep. He is going to sheath Relentless Hunter, draw Onslaught, um, and then at the end of the round he's going to swap them back. Yep. So he's still holding Relentless Hunter, and he's going to use his lance. 
now you're stuck manipulating any given item once, so you can't draw things, put them away, then draw them again. Right, okay, so I need to switch to Onslaught. Because that's what prevents you every round going, I stab him with my two-handed weapon, then I switch to a shield. Next yeah, round okay, that makes sense. Round. Okay, that's alright. So in that case, he's just going to switch to Onslaught because he can hit him with one. Now, is he, is there any point in actually hitting him with Onslaught? Because it's not going to, um, probably not going to damage him enough. Uh, you can probably hit him hard enough, particularly if you smite him because he's burning. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a shot. I'll have a shot at it. Yep. So Caelan will switch to onslaught and hit him with the lance. All right. So um, that's um, thirty-three to hit. Uh, yes. Um, and that is a d8, not a d10. Okay. Well. Certainly going through the old smites. Yeah, but I mean, how many times a day do you fight vermin? Yeah, there is that. Because they don't do anything against Faye, do they? So they're useless against Narissa. Yep, yep, they are. Uh, 13 plus... I should have power attacked. Uh, 18 points of damage. Yep. So this does actually do something to him. Yep. Not a great deal, but yep. there is an audible grunt. <laughs> from within the vines. That's from another immortal king for you. As I hit him with um, Uravetti's lance. Alright. Uh, and then it is Bryn. Bryn is not desperate to get into that pile of um, Yeah, yeah, makes good sense. Because, because she um, she isn't immune to the grappling. She can teleport down at any given time. Yeah. <laughs> I know what she's going to do. Uh, because this will mean reverse gravity ceases working on her. Um, we will cut to because Caitlin can't see her anymore. Yeah. We cut to her up in the sky as she is falling upwards. But every time she looks, the tops of the tree lines are still two hundred feet above her. And every time she looks back down, she can see Caitlin sort of fifty odd feet below. She reaches round into her pack, pulls out her clo- pulls out a, a cloak, fastens it around her, and it activates her cloak of etherealness. Oh, sweet. And becomes ethereal. Sweet. At this point, gravity no longer has any meaning for her whatsoever. Sweet. So that's, um, she's still up in the sky? Yes, she's still technically affected by reverse gravity. Yeah. But, um... But but she she also spends her action putting on the... Spends her actions drawing the cloak and putting on the cloak. So she she can't, like, move back down. She can't float back down or whatever you do when you're ethereal. Correct. Cool. That's fine. And then, then it is the wriggling man. Then it is the wriggling man. Who once again you see the vines in front of Kalen simply go slack. Yeah. I don't understand. I didn't hear any I didn't hear any invocations at all. He hasn't dimensioned all. I think he may have turned back into worms. And uh, you may give me a spot check. 
Another difficulty of ten. Uh, rolled poorly this time. I got a five. Okay. Hey, may well have turned into worms, but they're still invisible. Yeah. So you don't know what's happening. He's just yeah. gone again. Yeah. Um. Thing, but he does nothing to you. Sweet. Because he can't do a hell of a lot of spellcasting while in Tentacle Land. Yep. Okay, and what he will do is chop Svetlana off again with his sword. Yeah, that's really annoying. She may have to spend a round um, healing some more soon. <laughs> um, Svetlana says, I'm going to have to do something about this sword, and then hears from somewhere up in the sky. Under control. <laughs> Svetlana just accepts this. Yep. Trust Bryn that whatever Bryn has in mind, she can handle it. Um, and kind of badly wants to chuck another chain lightning in there, but is thinking she wants to save her six little spell slots for greater spells because yep. she doesn't have lesser dispels. Yeah. And they, I don't think Lesser Dispels would do anything to him. I think she just, unless she rolled staggeringly well, I think they'd just hit off him anyway. For a spellcast, like, the greater Dispels are all yeah, there is. although Lesser Dispelling the Major's Sword yeah, yeah. is uh, something that she's certainly interested well, in doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what she will do then is simply flying along, like a John Woo movie, she yeah. turns in the air. Um, and... He's there, on the next little outcropping, down down at his feet. I see a pile of worms. <laughs> she can see him. He is invisible. He is there. here. Yep. Uh, ergo, she cannot target him with her arrows, because um, when he's a swarm, yep. the weapons are going to do jack all. Yep. Uh, can't do that. But um, she has no idea how great that's going to make Caelan's. That's going to make Caelan's round just fabulous. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can do that. <laughs> Doesn't target it. Uh, you're not planning on closing with him, are you? Uh, Are you going to chuck fireballs in because you can't go stab him? Why can't I go stab him? Because as a swarm, he's immune to weapon damage. Oh, right, okay, yep. Alright, yes, then at that point I'll chuck fireballs in until he reforms. So, because your swords won't do anything to him and the fact you can penetrate his DR doesn't mean anything because what happens is you're cleaving a bunch of worms with your sword. And Alright then... If you want to live in, if you want to be stuck in a swamp, be stuck in a swamp! And throws a web out him. Sure. The swarm of worms rolls away from this. But nonetheless. Things get sticky. Yep. That is what Svetlana has in her pants. Uh, then we go to Bryn. Who? Uh, technically, then we go to me. Ah, true. Um, so, um, 
Kale and Will sheathe onslaught and draw relentless hunter. Yep. So he has the dispel magic effect up. Um, and then he will look thoughtfully at the outcropping that contains the, um, oh, if he hits the fireball, is that gonna destroy the whip? Uh, yes, but Svetlana's perfectly happy with that. It will burn him more. Cool. Um, Kellen will look thoughtfully at his necklace of fireballs and reach for the really big one, which he will hiff at this spot. I know he's got resist fire up. Yeah, what happens is you burn the web up, but you get extra fire damage. Yeah. Alright. Which is, you know, that's about what Svetlana can contribute. Yeah. So, um... 39 points of fire damage. Cool. Does fifty percent more damage, and of course he. I don't know if he gets a reflex slave as a swarm. Uh, yes, he does. Yeah, okay. still quite swarms are quite capable of. Making All right, so saves. if he makes a save, it's probably irrelevant to him. Uh, I'm thinking not though. That's only a twelve, so that yeah, no, happen. no, that certainly won't happen. Uh, point five. Okay, so that is 28 points of fire damage to him. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I can, uh, I can only do that once. Oh, uh, my apologies. Uh, can you throw another 2d4 in there as well? Uh, that's the web catching fire. Oh, right, okay, sure. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like a worthwhile trade. Um, let me just find a d4. Uh, and that's another 4 points of damage. Goes up to 6. It's 35 points of damage now. Alright, so you definitely see something happen here as you throw this bead of fireballs into the web. The web goes up in smoke. The weaving illusory vines just go straight through it, totally unharmed by this fireball. And they go... And you can smell... Burning worms. Mm-hmm. As this does him horrible amounts of damage. Sweet. Uh, there is no sound to this. He cannot scream or form a voice while yeah. a worm. Well, a swarm of worms. But nonetheless, you're pretty sure that burnt. Yep. Okay. In the air, we see Brim turn. Sort of fold her cloak behind her like wings turn and point yourself towards the earth, and she begins to fall against the flow of reverse gravity, completely ignoring it. And from this is from her camera point of view. She begins to fall towards the earth. A moment later, from Svetlana's point of view... Easily... Something flickers next to her like a breath of wind... And Bryn is suddenly there, flickering in and out of visibility. As ethereal, she assaults the sword. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> because she can now hit things that, oh. are, that are made of force damage. <laughs> of course she can. Brilliant. And, of course, this this effect just does not have copious amounts of hit points. Sword has an AC, which she hits by a billion points. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go any better for its damage, either. I don't actually remember offhand what kind of hit points this thing has, but I don't recall it as being a lot. Uh, Okay. 
This is not actually a spiritual weapon. Yeah. This is a more common uh, sword. Ah, uh, yes, right. Which is, is similar. Yeah. But a much higher level yeah. wizarding. Ah, uh, nice. Um, and Bryn comes out of nowhere, grabs at this whip worm, grabs it, pulls it forward to her, and goes, bites down on it with her teeth, and tears it in half, throws the halves to either side, and in a shimmering of light, it just dissipates out of existence. Sweet. Once again, the answer was punch it to death. Yep, yep. Bryn is certainly a demonstration of as if you're high enough level, punching really is the solution to all of life's problems. Alright, T- it's Team Worm. It is Team Worm. Uh, Kaylin again gets a spot check. Difficulty of 10. I really wish I was Elegos sometimes. Oh, sweet. And um, Kaelin effortlessly makes it. Okay, you see... He's watching this pile of worms pretty closely. A little... Thousands of plops in the water. As the swarm slowly shuffles off, drops into the water there, and starts to fall under the water. Um, at which point they are now out of the effect of the black tentacles, because it comes out of water, but it doesn't yeah. go underwater. And then they move at their incredible move speed. Incredible. So yeah, it went in the water, going that away. Right, yeah. Cool. It went into the water. Yeah, among other things, um, you know, you... You would assume this guy either doesn't need to breathe, or at least should be more than capable of holding his breath for a good while. Yeah, yeah, I figured one of the reasons he lives in the swamp is he can just swim around his worms in the swamp perfectly happily. Um, and then that is Team Riggles. Yep. Yeah. Ah, that's better. I can't see him. She cannot see him mundanely. There is now sufficient cover in the black yeah. water. She fails her spot check to see him. Um, she's, uh, 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 yeah, healing. Yeah, good, good call. About time. Nearly out. Bryn has more, and there's always potions. And that is her. This is you. Cool. Um, Kaelin is going to hold to see what, uh, delay and see what Bryn, if Bryn can give him any more pointers. Um, I know she can't come in the water, she can't come in here because she doesn't want to get hit with the tentacles. If she doesn't, um, have any suggestions. Oh, yes, she's so ethereal! So cannot touch Svetlana. Yeah. <laughs> Rolls straight through the tentacles. Yeah. Um, totally untroubled by this. I forgot she was a theory. Goes underwater, and um, a form, like, you can barely see her. She's yeah. basically a ghost at this point, but as she's trying to make herself heard, she, you hear... Smells like he's under here. <laughs> yep. Splash, 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 splash in the water. Yeah. 
So is she pointing me at this square? The one that she is in. Right, she is okay. directly under. Oh, that's right, because I don't have to worry about hitting Bryn. Um, could, uh, cool. uh, she is invisible, insubstantial. Uh, Alright, so... Don't... Move through solid objects, including living creatures. Yeah. Uh, force effects affect her normally, otherwise she will totally ignore fireballs, swings, or whatever else you want to throw at her. Cool. Not that she's worried about being fireball anyway. Frankly. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Okay, and then Kalen steps in and thinks about his life. Now, he knows that the wriggling man worm swarm is there. Yep. Um, it is, however, immune to weapon damage because yes. it's a swarm. Yes. Um, even sacrifices weapon damage? Yes. It's right. still a weapon. Cool. Uh, the, what it is not immune to is things like acid and fire damage off the sword, albeit um, that's not going to be amazingly impressive, but it's still stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, then, um, Kaelin is going to, um, switch the sword again to Matchless Sentinel. Yep. Um, and, um, fly up to here. Yep, no problem. Uh, in fact, no, it's, she's on his square. Fly yes. up to here. Yep. Um, he is just going to rely on the flight at this point and hover over the water. Yep. Um, he now has blind sight, 30 feet, ethereal sight, ghost touch, and um, acid damage. Okay, you can see Brynn perfectly. Yeah. You can stab her if you are so inclined. Ah, uh, good. Um, and you know exactly where the wriggling man is. He's about 10 feet under the surface in a big pile of worms, swimming, literally. Cool. So, Kaylin, um... Uh, you also know the water here is 30 foot down. Cool. That's useful, too. Not that that matters overly with you flying. Yeah, but if he, um... Yeah, I, I wouldn't try this if he was in, um... Spellcasting-y form. Because, yep. um, he could dispel magic on me and then I'd be in the water and I'm wearing plate. But, um, he needs to spend at least some time... Reforming. Reforming. Yeah, it's not ideal for him to be turned into a pile of worms. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think that was a, um, I think he was, he was in, he was in a bit of a pickle, but he does have the advantage that he's quite hard to hit. On the other hand, um, I now, I unfortunately can't attack him this round because, um, I spent one action moving and one action changing the sword over. Yep. But I do have the advantage that if he sticks with this tactic next round, I can start dealing him slow, relentless acid damage. Yep. And I know exactly where he is. And as long as he stays within 30 feet of me, I know exactly where he is. Okay. You feel the pile of worms beneath you, wiggling and swimming in the water, start to coalesce and come together. And now you can feel the water being pushed aside through your sword. The gatekeeper knows there is a humanoid figure now 10 feet below the water swimming. Yeah. Um... You feel its hand reach up towards you, and there is a quick flicker, and he can make the spellcraft check so easily, I'm not even going to bother rolling it. Um, he's seen that, however. He's seen that. Now, what's he going to do here? Tickety, 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 tick. Uh, no, I don't think he's actually going to bother with that, because he's seen... The fire resistance. It is only 10 points. Yeah, that's, that's not as if he has so many better things to be doing. Uh, there is a flicker and <laughs> a small thin ray of flame bursts out from the surface of the water and strikes at you. Cool. 
So you are not surprised by this, because you see yep. it coming. Uh, Ergo, it is your regular touch AC. Which is an 11. Yep. Not a 10. Uh, which goes up to a... Goes up, because he has to shoot out of the water. Yep. Because you're above the surface, aren't you? Yep. Let's bring in some 3D underwater combat rules as well. Yep. Now ninth level caster fight. Yep. Okay, so your touching C is 19. You get a plus 8 bonus to it. Ah, uh, sweet, yep. Because okay. he's having to shoot out of the water. Alright, so that may, um, that may actually, um, it may be possible for him to miss that if he rolls exceptionally poorly. Yeah. Does this dude even have attacks listed? Uh, yep, this is touch attack. Nice. Okay, so he actually can miss you with these. Yep. He doesn't, but yep. he could. Yeah. But you do need to work like out each of them. Each each ray is separate. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the damage minus ten points. Cool. Sweet. As three short rays of scorching rays of fire go yep. and unerringly strike you through the water surface. One of them does nothing. Yep. Second one does three points of fire damage. Yep. And the third one does four points of fire damage. Yep. And Kaelin is very slightly more singed. Great use of a six-level spell slot, sir. Well yep. done. <laughs> Quick and scorching, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what can we say? Fire is a pretty common tactic for high-level casters. And back to... That would actually have been more effective than other fire attacks are on Bryn, because um, if he could have hit them with her in the first place, then he does the regular amount of fire damage if she wasn't ethereal. And if her touch AC... Her spell resistance. Oh, yeah, and her touch AC is pretty hofty. Uh, Kaelon was and probably... And touch AC of 28. Yeah, all right. Uh, uh, plus um, of 36 when yeah. they cover from the water. Yeah. He's just... And Kaelon will have called out on his round. He's, he's just under me. But at the time he was a pile of worms, but just under me and Bryn. Alright. So I don't know if there's anything Swetlana can do to him down there. But the problem is the chain lightning is a really good idea, but she's only got so many six little spell slots, and yeah. that's her graded to spells as well. Could she grade to spell him under the water? Uh no, she needs to be able to see him. Right, okay. And she can't see him mundanely here. Yeah. Um, she is going to do, I think. Could she if she flew closer? Uh, yes, but you're still having to look through the water. Right. Dark, so... black, murky water, at which point you're relying on her spot check, which is nothing to write home about. Although it can't be that... Surely it's not... Oh, right, the water impedes her even with dark vision. Yes, because yeah. she can't see through the, yeah, all the murk and stuff the and, murk the, and the yeah. muck and the mud and stuff that's floating there. Dark vision doesn't help her in that regard. It lets her see yeah. in the dark. Yeah. It doesn't let her see through mud. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I think what she will do on the whole is...
way of options here are actually limited to the extent that she's just going to delay. Sure. Um, Bryn, on the other hand. Yep. You see her reappear solidly. Yep. She dispels her etherealness, or rather, actually what she will do is move down, dispel her etherealness, yep. make another reflex save, and hang on to the bottom of the lake. Right, sweet. Um, she, she's still now affected by the river of gravity. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, let's have the wriggling man. I know he yep. is under water, but let's have us all in this vein. Yep, so she is now actually underneath him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're back to Caitlin. Okay. Um, mm, who will think deeply about his life choices. Okay, so this guy is ten feet under the water. Correct. So if I fly, if I fight, if I, can I slide into the water? Absolutely. You and hit him just, with my sword? Yes, you can just choose not to be flying. Yeah, or fly at a lower... You fly into the water. Yeah. Um, now, you've still got the problem... You've still got reverse gravity on you. No, no I don't. you've got rid of it. So you're not worried about this. You can just yep. go into the water to your heart's content. Cool. Um, At which point you are no longer flying but swimming. Yeah. But that's not a major for you. Yeah. This is just stagnant, completely um, static water. Yeah. So I believe Kaling can hit a DC swim check, 10 swim check without even blinking. Um, well, I'm, I, I, I sort of figured the flying might cover me for that. But if it does not... No, you are not flying. Once you are underwater, you are now swimming. Okay. Um, and that that's... To, what's the swim check? Because the freedom of movement enables me to just attack under the water. Correct. But it doesn't... But I believe I still need the swim check to an extent to... Um, to move. Although yeah. at the levels you're going at here, there's just no problem. Yeah, sorry. Okay, because I've only got a four to swim given that I'm in the plate. Yeah, but you don't need to chase him or anything here. Yeah. It's not a question of how fast you move this round anyway. Yeah. You can simply sink and close with them. Cool, okay. Um, Kaelin, um switches the sword yep. um, to Relentless Hunter Blink. as a move action. Um, oh no, I can't do all three of these. No, I can make a five foot step and move and make a standard attack. Can, can I make... Can I move slightly? You can't make a five foot step and yeah, make a move, move action. action. No, cool. You, no, no. You, you can't move and take a five foot step. What are you trying to accomplish here? Tell me what you want to do. I want to shift the sword, which is a move action, yep. five foot step to get into melee with him, yep. and, and make an attack with Relentless Hunter. Five, the five foot step will still put you five feet away from him. Right. Problem. Okay, yes. So I need a regular movement. Okay, then I'm going to have to attack him with Matchless Sentinel if I want to attack him. Yep. So I'm going to go with that. Yep. So I, I, swim da- I swim down a bit Yep. and hit him with Matchless Sentinel. Yeah, among other things, um, his invisibility is worth jack shit against you. Yeah, because, because he's you know exactly where he is, so you have no mischance. Yeah, although I wouldn't have a lot of mischance anyway because I prepared Blind Fight this morning. It's true, but you have even less than that. Yeah. Okay, and that is a... Um, 31 to hit him. Uh, 
This time, something solid comes up in front of him. A wall of force of some kind. And a sword is pushed away. Right, so I don't make that check. You do not beat his AC. Okay, so I make a single melee attack with um, Match the Sentinel and Miss. Yep. But I am now in melee with him. Yep. And that, and Switlana hasn't acted. No. Um, but as you have now gone under, um, she is going to step into initiative at this point. Yep. Uh, at that point, she will stay above the waterline. Yep. And fly up there. Yep. She double moves and flies. Sweet. Um, and still doesn't have quick draw much as she would like it, so she is just mucking around there. Yep. Uh, then the wriggling man. Yep. I was getting fucked off with this. I can tell you that. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna call the air bud rule here. No reason a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> You're not familiar with that one? <laughs> no. It's from the uh, it's from the um, there's at least five of these different movies yeah. about a dog that plays basketball or hockey or soccer or whatever. Yeah. And the dumb idea from it is um, they look through the rule book and they say there's no rule in the basketball rule book that says a dog can't, can't play, play basketball, basketball, therefore it's legal. Yeah. Their movies are incredibly dumb, but I've heard it referenced in several places. And this one I've taken from Lockhart, and he's like, well, the rules don't... Fuck it! Air bud rule, there's no rule this is a dog can't play basketball. There are no rules for electricity interacting with underwater, so I'm going to ignore it. Yeah. The wriggling man swims five feet away from you with almost contemptuous ease. Yeah. Like he has a fuck ton of ranks in swim. Um, Raises his wormy arms stares at you and you can feel the malevolent hatred yeah. radiating out from underwater. There are no words here. Yeah. And then throws his hands out and lightning blasts out from him. Yeah. Echoing across the water and unerringly strikes Kaelin, bounces up out of the water towards Svetlana and bounces down into the water towards Bryn. Yep. He can cast chain lightning too. Sure. Make me a um, reflex save for all concerned. Bryn dives, rolls in the mud, grounds herself and evades this entirely. Yep. Uh, Kaelin rolls a 26 to dodge this effect. Uh, you save for half. Cool. <laughs> Ooh, that's gonna hurt. Uh, have 37 points of lightning damage. Okay, so at this time, um, I believe that lightning is amped when you are in water. Um, I have found no rules about electricity in water whatsoever. Um, let me just... Hence, there's no rule. This is a dog can't play basketball. Uh, I don't think it's illegal. I just thought it was amped in water, but possibly not. Um, in any case, um, Ke- the uh, lightning arcs around Kaelin and a very small amount of it electrocutes him for 7 points of damage as his 30 point resist electricity potion that he drank at the start of the fight kicks in. Yep. And um, it has to be said that um, um, his um, returns he's, and he smiles at the wriggling man and Thag's protruding and it's a, it's a very happy looking smile. 
<laughs> you saw that one coming too. There is a splash in the surface of the water, and Svetlana slowly begins sinking, unconscious. Crap. <laughs> yep, okay, that's a problem. Yes. She evades for half, but cannot take 37 points of lightning damage. Yep, alright, so it's still an effective tactic. And then we are back to Bryn. Yep. Who lets go, uh, starts falling up out of the water, trivially makes a swim check. Floats over this way, um, and as she goes past Svetlana, <laughs> heals her. Yep. And Svetlana suddenly returns to consciousness under the water. Excellent. Um, at which point, Brynn was playing on grappling him, but instead, splash, she goes out of the water and back up into the air. Yep. But that was a tremendous contribution, and I have no quarrel with it. And then we're back to you. Yes, and with Brun having done that, Kaelin is free to do this. Um, he swims five feet, happy to make the swim check, if you would like me to. I believe... I need to, but I'll just have a... Uh, yes, you need to make me a successful swim check in order to actually move. By miles? Yep. Splash, 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 trio, trio, trio. Yep. And, um, Kaelin's swim at this point is that he, um, can, can a, oh, a relatively easily negate the minus eight penalty for being in place. Which is pretty badass. Yep. He swims up to the guy, um, switches the sword to Relentless Hunter. And endeavours to hit him once. Yep. Smiting to give him the additional bonus. Uh, yes, yes. Alright, that was very poor. Um, now, he then has a concealment mischance because the guy is invisible. Uh, yes. Which he rolls twice. So, um, I will first see if he can exit all. Yep. Okay, so, miss... Hit. Splat. Blind fight enables him to connect anyway. Um, then we'll see if the actual attack hits. So that is a... Um, yes, I see your percentage here. Plus 2 is 27. Uh, plus 2 is 29 to hit, which may not do it. Um, and if it doesn't, I am going to re-roll that. Uh, it does not hit him. Cool. Um, as I roll the three on the dice, I feel good about being able to do better than that. Um, you are trying to dimensional anchor him, aren't you? I am trying to dimensional anchor him, because, you know, I feel like this fight is not going super great for him, and that his odds of fighting us again in a place of his time, place in his choosing would be better. And I would like one of Brun's fate points to re-roll it. Sure. As it makes very... What's her, um... The owl wisdom. Wisdom, cool. Alright, no, no, uh, that one's wisdom, so I won't take that one. I'll take the desert. And re-roll this. Okay, change the dice. Beautiful rainbow dice. 
18. Yep. <laughs> that comfortably does it. You're, yep. not, you're not that far under on your lot of rolls. Alright, I hit him, and because I hit him, yep. I do him some, potentially do him some damage. Yep. So roll your damage, because yep. yep, presuming that you can surmount 15 with your damage. Yeah, I think I certainly can. And I've got the, the extra smite damage is real relevant here. Yep. Incidentally, from what you can see of him, the wriggling man has passed bloody here. Sweet. He has not much of a bag of hit points. Yep. Uh, And that is 21 points of damage as I roll poorly on the damage dice. Ow. Yep. (laughs) He winces. Yep. Um, and moreover, you see, the blade cuts him, scratches him a little, the mm. worms mostly form around it, not dealing a great deal of damage as you get six of it through. Yeah. But it seems to leave this ethereal, slightly green, floating thorn, like a hook, stuck in his shoulder, and the other end of which is attached to Blight, the relentless hunter. He fails his will save, because this is not a lovely mind-affecting effect, and you hook him. Oh, yes! I can't believe he failed that on the first try. I thought I'd have to hit him a bunch of times. That's so great. It's a 27 will save. Yeah, yeah, it is actually pretty high. I just figured he'd have a really good will save. Uh, he's got a horrendous amount against certain things which he is um, bespelled against. Yeah. But this is not one of them. Excellent. All right, and now I'm going to use either the one that lets me see him or the one that lets me negate his DR, but uh, for that particular round, I feel that was a worthwhile investment of Bryn's hero points as I... I, as he can no longer teleport yep. or and dimension door. This applies to the sword still, too, because he still remains a creature. Yep. Alrighty. <laughs> and um, Kaelin's smile gets even bigger and wider. And um, that was Bryn saving Svetlana's life and yep. then me, so Svetlana is conscious underwater. Svetlana floats up in the water, bubbles something out, weaves her hands over a familiar pattern and casts greater dispel on him again. Sweet. That that won't affect the um, dimensional anchor, will it? Uh, good question. Uh, it is a spell effect that is on him. So, yes, potentially, if she fluffs enough things, so yep. she will decline to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that I don't appreciate the contribution, but we really, really need him not to be able to go go places. Well, you know, if I'm not going to get to cast Grave to spell magic, you know what she says to that? There's no fucking rule yep. that says a dog can't yep. play basketball, basketball underwater. underwater. Yep, yep, but she doesn't so, be- I've now put a spell effect on him. We don't want the spell. The greater the spells are no more Burn use. Burn marks of lightning across her pretty face. She glares back up at him, <laughs> raises her own hands, clips them <laughs> off under water, and then throws her fingers out and casts chain lightning back again. Yep. At which point he says, fuck, I didn't have resist energy up for this. Uh, hang on, we still... 
he's still not a single target area. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. It's a very annoying ability. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, you were supposed to be rooting for him, though. <laughs> chain lightning. I know she wants to chain lightning things. Uh, what she think of her ability to cast fireballs underwater? Yeah, I know it's a spellcraft check, but she might be able to pull it off. She might not, too. Right. Who can solve this problem? Giant Kaelin can solve this problem. She sure. cast exp- a large person on you. Sure, I'll get myself a horse base so we can see how big I am. Because unfortunately the being underwater is a real pain for her because she also can't use her um, her bow terribly effectively. Yeah, the, I, I'm not wild about being underwater either, but uh, this will actually make me better at swimming, won't it? Because it gives me a strength bonus. Yes. Excellent. As well as giving you reach. Yep. Nice. Cool. So she casts a buff on me. Yep. Alright, and faced with no good choices, he cannot dimensional shift away. He, he, he cannot get away from you. He doesn't like his odds of finding out whether you have combat resistance or not. So he will swim away from you and provoke. Cool. Alright, well, um, just give me a moment then, because I was just looking up what a large person gives me. Plus two bonus to strength, minus two penalty to dexterity, um, so minus two AC, big loss, um, because uh, it negates my, no, sorry, minus one penalty to E to AC, negates my one point from dexterity, and a plus two bonus to strength, which takes me straight to an additional point there. Cool. Alright, and then... Right, and a minus one, so it's minus one attack, minus one AC, plus one attack because of the strength bonus, so that actually negates, and then it's just a big damage bonus. Uh, And you're up to a 2d8 now with your damage. Right. You have a bigger bastard sword. Oh, cool. Alright, so 2d8 as opposed to 1d10. Yep, and that will remain consistent across your sword. Yeah, and extra 2d8 plus... 11 plus 4, plus an additional 4. Yep, okay. So I hit I hit more brutally, and I have a minus 1 to AC. Yep. Um, cool, alright, and then Kaelin um, will take a swing at, another swing at him with Relentless Hunter, because that's what he's got. Alright, that's a very poor roll, um, but I am now at a hofty variety of bonuses, so I'll add it up anyway. No, that's just not going to do it. I roll the two. Yep. So I miss him. Hmm? He will get out of range. At which point he flicks his hands up again. Uh... to see what else he's got in his pants. He wants to chain lightning me again, but he's not as keen now he knows he has 30 points of resisting electricity, huh? Yeah, he also wishes he was a sorcerer and could just cast chain lightning all day long. Oh, right! 
Yeah, because we're certainly working on Svetlana. It has some nice fortitude-based spells that he doesn't necessarily want to use. You know? Yeah. Ironically, Svetlana's fortitude is possibly actually better than yours, but that's not um, inherently obvious. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, you know, she's in much worse shape, which is convenient if you're doing things that if you fail your fortitude standard, you deal huge amounts of hit point damage. I think this is probably the best thing that he's got. Um, he gives you the evil eye again, <laughs> throws his hands up towards you, uh, make sure he's actually out of your range at this point, which he is, um, throws his hands up towards you, and energy ripples through the water, and Kaelin, you can feel your body beginning to shift and move and change. It is becoming slimier, more worm-like. You feel something pushing against you, shrinking you down. Uh, as he tries to polymorph you into a worm, give me a fortitude save. Alright, yicky. Alright. motivated. Alright, 29. That will do it. Yep. You are not polymorphed into a worm. Sweet. That, that was not something I was keen on experiencing. And that is what he's got. Yep. Excellent. And Bryn is once more in the sky. Okay. Bryn smells him. And there is a sudden poof as water displaces below. She makes another reflex save, and now she is hanging on to the bottom of the lake under it again, as she just dimension doors out of the sky, oh, right. straight down. Yep, yep. Cool. She, she can't fly, so she can't negate this yep. reverse gravity. Yep. But other than that... Yep. And because dimension door doesn't allow her to attack, she can't dimension door and then grapple him, so yep. she's trying to get under him. Yep. Uh, Bryn Caleb. Alright, it's Big Big Caleb. Okay, um, he, um, mm. Wriggly Man hates you all so much and wishes he could still fly. Alright, so what's Caitlin's reach now that he's big? Ten feet. Cool. Than five. So, um, I need to get to here. So. Yeah, so if you five foot step to here, you're still out of range. So yeah. you're going to have to follow. I- I'm going to have to actually do a move action. At which point you probably want to go up to him. Yeah. To make sure he's yes. going to provoke again to get yeah. away from you. So, but that means I have to make a swim check to get there. That's true. So let's make the swim check and see if I can pull that off. All right. Uh, yeah, well, Fourteen uh, plus the bonus. Yeah, it's, it's only a ten you're looking for. Sweet. So yes. So I make the swim check. So yep. I swim right up to him. Um, and I'd rather hit him with the weapon that isn't the right choice than take time to switch itch the weapon that is. Yep. So I just hit him with Relentless Hunter again. Sure. Uh, or do I? Uh, uh, oh, maybe I do. Uh, 27, uh, 29. Uh, no. Okay. No problem. I swim up to him and miss him with Relentless Hunter. Yep. But nonetheless, I am a relentless hunter. This is the, 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 I, 
I have ju- I just keep on coming, and my spiritual abilities don't get less powerful over time. Swims. Tries to swim over towards him. Regrets that she didn't take up the physical arts. Flails in the water trying to swim towards him. Curses. <laughs> Tries again. That's your second move action. And at this point she will just swim up. Yep. At which point she pops back out onto the surface. Yep, sweet. And she is now hovering over the water. Yep. At which point um, she, because she is making a move action, she will draw her bow as she goes. Yep. So if he does come up, he's going to be feathered with arrows. Okay. Wrigley sees her go. Uh, knows exactly what she is doing. Doesn't come out of the water at that point. Um, swims away from you, provokes again. Cool. I crit fumble, and Titania's grace yep. gives me the ability yeah. to re-roll it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's going to be hilarious if this is the shot that kills him. Um, I really doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, 31. Uh, sorry, no, 31 plus some more. Um, 31, 33. Uh, plus some more will still be a miss. Oh, 33 is a miss? Yep. Last. All right. Shield comes up again. Yep. Okay, and he swims away, and I miss him on the attack. And throws an arm out towards you, and the murk and muck that is between you and the water here seems to just disappear out of the way as a green and yellow winding ray of light flies out towards you. Okay. Uh, pretty confident he'll hit you with this, because, yeah, you're now back to your regular attach AC, so yeah, he yeah. doesn't crit fumble. Yeah. Um, at which point, a ray hits you, it just burns straight through your armor as if it's barely yeah. there, touches your chest, and you can feel your body beginning to disintegrate around you. Oh, nasty. And can you make me a fortitude save? Yep. Let's hope so, because that's not a nice effect at all. Well, it's only 40 d Alright, um, we may need to re-roll that. Let's add it up anyway. 21, I presume, will not do it. Uh, no, it will not. You couldn't fail that one against the Folly Morph. No. So, uh, that would be dealing you a 2d6 per caster level. Yeah, I don't particularly want to... If you make the save, it drops to a 5d6. I don't particularly want to suck that, and I actually feel relatively good about my, um, capacities to, um, succeed on the re-roll. Yep. Um, so I don't have any relevant effect points, so I will spend the theatre. Cool. Your, um, what did you roll on the fourth save? Uh, two. Cool. So you're almost there with a d6, but a d20 provides you with a much wider range. So. Yep. I will swing for the d20. Just be upset if I... There we are. So that wasn't very good at all, but it is better. Uh, what have you rolled? Uh, a four this time. You're fine. Yep. You are within two of it, so... Yeah. Yep. Yes, ironically, I needed two, and on a d20, I managed to roll exactly two more. So it still does me a hefty pile of damage. It does you 18 damage. Okay, so that's um, still 
one of the more impressive hits he's dealt Kaelin thus far. And if that reduces you to zero hit points, you have a horrible problem. Yeah, it, but it does Otherwise, you'll find some of your flesh simply disintegrates away. Yeah. I have to say, you know, there's that whole thing that um, high-level fighters can't, are hideously disadvantaged against um, spellcasters, and actually it appears to be working um, pretty much as intended. <laughs> Yeah, it works till he runs out of spells. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, um, he's certainly a hideously dangerous opponent, but so is Kaelin, which is the goal. Yeah, Kaelin is looking like this is wearing him down, but he could keep going for a good while yet. Yep. All right, and is that Team Wriggling Man? That is Team Wriggling Man. Okay, he swam all the way over there. I'm sure that will definitely inconvenience Brennan if it's to get to him this time. Bryn lets go, swims towards him with ease. Yeah. Flies up out of the water. Snatches him on the way past. And, ooh, actually has to have a contested grapple here. She actually hooks him and grabs him on the way past, and the wriggling man struggles opposes her grapple check and beats her on it. Woohoo! But she, horrible disparity in their dice. But, but she isn't merely with him. Uh, not anymore. Ah, uh, no. Whee! Oh, right, because she wasn't holding on to him. Yep, if yep. she does not manage to hold on to him, back into the air she goes. Okay, so Brin's in the sky again. Yep. <laughs> this is a weird fight. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Alright. Um, that's Team Brin, Team yep. Caleb. Svetlana could, of course, dispel the um, reverse gravity if she, um, but it is an expensive spell slot. Yes. Yeah. Alright. Uh, and Team Kaelin um, has a crack at swimming over to him. It's big and maybe what he wants to be. Yep, he makes a swim check. Swim, splush, 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 splush. I believe. Uh, five, ten... Oh no, actually, how far can Big Kalen go? 5, 10, 15. Alright, Big Kalen can make it to here. But he can't go, because it's only half your um, movement speed and swimming. Correct. So, um, in fact, actually, let's try that again, because I'm not sure. 5. Yeah. 10. 10, 15. 15. Yep, cool. And you've got a 10 foot reach anyway. Yeah, yeah. but I I want to be as close as I can get, and I can get to there. Alright, and... um, Yeah, no, just keeps hitting him with Relentless Hunter. I don't want to take the... Uh, until somebody else can get a hit off, I don't want to take the time to switch weapons. Alright, um, but this time I am also going to remember to spite, and that's my last one of the day. Alright, that was a good solid roll. Uh, so... And you're hitting him past his invisibilities? Ah, uh, yes, of course. I've got to roll twice for that, so... Um, four or higher is a hit. Yeah, fight runs in your favour. Yep, so I hit him on the first try. Cool, thanks. Um, so, yes, but thanks for reminding me, because it's still perfectly possible to roll two, two fifties under. Alright, so, um, that's, uh, 37 to hit. That will hit him. Yep, that was a, that was a better roll. And now, um... Unfortunately for him, even though he sucks the, even though I suck the DR, this is going to be quite a lot. <laughs> okay, so. 
28 points of damage. Yep. As Big Kaelin hits harder. He is starting to get beaten down by this slow. Yeah. Uh, there's no point in you dimensional anchoring him again, so I'm yeah. not going to bother rolling yeah. another will save for this. Yeah. I continue to, I, he continues to be dimensionally anchored. Bryn again curses <laughs> um, and this time Svetlana calls out to her you know just wait and as we're round to Svetlana's turn Svetlana da, 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 we'll need to close for this flies towards her um, raises her hands up and pulls her bow out pointed towards Bryn says did I free her from this curse Pulls her bow back, lets fly with not an arrow, but a ray of energy that flies out from it, and she will cast the rarely seen but sometimes taken break enchantment. Oh, nice! Uh, which is a lower level spell slot than her six level things. Yep. And she makes a cast a level check to try and dispel the reverse gravity. Yep. And that's going to be a nasty one, but it is going to be one of his lower level ones. And Bryn smiles as she falls out of the air <laughs> dives into the water like an arrow falls 60 foot to the ground totally ignores the falling damage and goes splash right on top of them <laughs> sweet and now he's in melee with both of us just in time for his turn yep Cast, cast, cast defensively. <laughs> cast defensively. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, he must be um, very low chances of failing the concentration check. All right, he's he's got a pretty good idea that Brim is, is not the person to throw these save effects at at this point. He can yeah. see the monk levels written all over her. Yeah, I mean, once you watch her flinging herself around the battle battlefield a few times, it becomes clear. Plus, once you've hit someone with two or three area effects, it becomes pretty clear they've got evasion. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's not um, area affecting anymore. Uh, well, this time he reaches out towards you, flicks something through the water, one of his many worms flies off his hands, lands on Kalen, and then turns immediately to stone. And Kalen can feel the grayness spreading off it through his body and make me another fortitude save. Yep. Yes, I can see why he saved these to last. But it is, you know, it, great fortitude doesn't mean immune, particularly no. with a high-level caster. No, but he thinks his odds are better than Brent. Yeah. Which may or may not be true, but... Kaelin, that 20 is this one, however. Okay, you have a small chunk of stone skin on yeah. your shoulder, and yeah. then you shake the worm away. Yeah. You save versus flesh to stone. Yes. And you... That is... All of what he's got. Except for if he wants to move. Yeah. He's not grappled with Bryn. No. Um, frankly, doesn't like his odds of getting away from her. Um, he's better off underwater than he is above the water. To a given degree of better off. Um... He will just stay Well, I mean, if he was above the water, Svetlana would be shooting him. He will just stay there. Yeah. Cool. Works for me. All right. And it's Team Bryn. Team Bryn. 
Grabs them. Yep. Uh, touches it with ease. And this time with no trouble at all, now just floating in the water. Yeah. Swims five feet down to him with no trouble at all. Yeah. Grabs him round his neck in a sleeper and wraps her hand around his stomach. Yeah. And he wiggles and struggles. Yep. And Kaelin, with an air, which with a very discernible air of immense satisfaction, has a doesn't have to spend his move action to move, um, and um, spends his move action to switch his sword for sacrifice. Yep. And then endeavors to hit him once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Te- technically speaking, what you see is Bryn wrap her arm around nothing. Yeah. And wrap another arm around nothing. She can't see him, but since she can smell him, she negates his invisibility. Alright, Kaelin misses on his first mischance. Oh, and misses on his second mischance. He switches his sword for sacrifice and does not make the hit. I get to make my mischances versus concealment twice. Right. So... I have a very good chance of hitting him, but yeah, it's not is, perfect. That is pretty badass. Okay. Yeah, but it's not perfect, and if you if you flub twice, you still flub, and I flub twice. Yep. That's the first time. Alrighty. So, Svetlana. Uh, can't target him with that, can't target him with that. I mean, the dispelling would be really great, but I stand by dimensional anchor as an extremely convenient effect, because I think at this point he'd just leave. Um. Well, doesn't necessarily want to come underwater again. Doesn't want to shoot at him while he's grappling Bryn. Well, grappling him, rather. Yeah, it's, it's hard shooting him under the water anyway. That's... Yeah, it's probably the best thing she's got, though. So yeah. she is going to fly down under the water. Um, and the problem is, as long as Bryn's grappling him, she's got a 50% chance of hitting her. Yeah. Because she doesn't have the incredible seeking, yeah, yeah. improved bloody bloody bladder. Um, could she try, does she have any touch range spells? Could she, could she try touching him? No, she's surprisingly, um, not particularly damage oriented in that regard. Yeah. And also most of them she can't target him with. Right, yes, of course, because they're single target, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very useful ability. Uh. Does. Does she make Bryn bigger? No, she flies down under the water and readies. Nah, fuck, she can't do it, I think. Dispel. Target dispel. Counterspell targets a spellcaster, which she cannot do. Yeah. So she cannot counterspell him. Yeah, sounds like a good game of soldiers to me. She will fly down and cast something on Bryn. And. Looks up Fire Shield to see if she can cast that on her, but I think not. Personal range spell, no. Yep. Uh, she will cast Enlarge on Brit as well. Yep. And there is now a giant monk grappling him. 
Alright. And then we are down to the wriggling man. Yep. Who turns, struggles with Bryn, glares at her, and... You dare. I have never suffered such outrage in a thousand lifetimes. The worms will feed on your corpse for this insult. (laughs) And turns on her, whereupon... He wriggles around slightly in her grip and thousands of worms start fleeing off his body and swarming over her as he will use his special grapple trick. Ah, nice. Uh, He begins engulfing her in worms. Yep. They deal with her 12 points of damage, the first damage she has taken in the entire fight. Yeah, yeah. And the theory that he wouldn't be able to hurt her very badly, even though she wouldn't be able to hurt him, has certainly been borne out. She makes a fortitude save as a worm crawls into her mouth, smiles at him, and... I've seen worse, and eats it. Yep. <laughs> and, um, then that is the wriggling man. Yep. She makes the fort save. Yes, she, she makes a port save versus being nauseated. Yeah. Which, like, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she can't pass them automatically. Yeah. She, she may fail these, but it's not real, real likely. Yeah. Cool. Alright, and it's Caleb. Yep. Um, who, with immense, not to say profound satisfaction, full attacks for the first time in forever with sacrifice. Oh god. <laughs> yep, yep. It's gonna be ugly. His AC drops as he has now been grappled. Yep. That that is going to be a bad day. I'm still not. Pro- he's really hard to hit, though. I'm still not um, power attacking. No, no, he's he's not not anymore. Oh, good. All right. Because because guess what? His AC drops to his flat footed AC. Remember that um, irony. Titania's grace causes Caelan to fail to miss. <laughs> Alright, and he crit threats. Alright, let's find out to start with whether the um yep. whether the um Riddle. he actually hits it. It's through the, he hits through the blind fight. Seeing he's using sacrifice, he automatically confirms the crit. Yep. The wriggling man cannot normally be critted, but you have Tristan's ability that lets you crit everything. And also, and, uh, yes, and the sacrifice lets me confirm all crits, and the yes. two are combined. Yes, but it doesn't let you crit things that couldn't otherwise uh, be yes. critted. Alright, so... Six and one. Just came to say goodbye face, goodbye face. <laughs> Alright, so Kellen deals seven plus fifteen... Plus uh, the additional four for um, the weapon specialization is 26. Times two is 52. Alright. And at that, as Brit is holding him, struggling, sort of grabs his arm, lifts it up, exposes his heart, and Kaelin rams the sword into his side through his heart, twists it, and yanks it up and down several times like a cheese grater. <laughs> Sacrifice offers choice to mortal heart. And, and Kaelin is mortal. The wriggling man, no. This cannot be. I will live forever. And a bunch of worms start floating in the water, still wriggling. Yep. Uh, he drops to zero hit points. Yep. At which point he turns back into, he is forcibly turned into a swarm. 
Bryn cannot grapple them anymore, but there's a swarm. And there is now this swarm of worms floating in the water. Yep. At which point, Svetlana's turn. Yep. She smiles at this. Time to be rid, time to be rid of this pile of worms. <laughs> uh, and she will make a spellcraft check and try and cast a fireball on water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does not feel any compelling need to maximize this because it's just going to hurt you guys. Yeah. Sure yeah, yeah, but but she doesn't need to inflict enormous amounts yeah, of not. damage on the wriggling man. She yeah, just needs to burn it. all the worms. Yeah. Uh, passes her spellcraft check. Yeah. Just. Yeah. At which point. At which point. Fire bursts out into hot, boiling steam under the water. All the worms cook. And if you've ever seen cooked fish underwater, because it gets hot enough, these bubbling, boiling, massive worms start to float one by one to the surface. Thoroughly, thoroughly dead at last. Yeah. And, um, Kaelin will swim to the surface because um, he's been holding his breath for some time now. You need to make me a reflex save. Oh, yes. Alright, so that's a um, 24. Which will be high enough that you will drop under your... um, Take half. Take half, which is a um, 22. Cool, so I take 12 more points of damage. Where it, of course, evades it underwater. Yep. So, um... Kaelin um, yeah. looks more singed and is um, not bloodied, but certainly on the way to it. At which point you come back to, out to the surface. Yes, so Kaelin has at this point been underwater for like six rounds, yeah. but he was just holding his breath yeah, because yeah. I can hold my breath for quite a long time. And um, giant Kaelin swims to the surface. Grabs the um, nearest point of land. Yep. I believe, as my old friend Corwin Steel River used to say, everything has a time and everything dies. Well, then scramble heftily onto the um, onto the swath of land and sit down. Okay, I think I have a new standard for the foulest thing that we have ever fought. Aye, that that wasn't that wasn't pleasant. But why can't we ever do these things in cities? Cast <laughs> uh, precipitation. Yeah. Starts drying her clothes, washing the filthy swamp water <laughs> out of her hair. <sighs> Perhaps you would like to be smaller again. <laughs> dismiss. Dismiss. Oh, <laughs> that's better. Not that I didn't appreciate it, but that definitely helped me get through his guard. Oh, yep. Well, Kaelin is, of course, now completely covered in, sw- in yeah. filthy swamp water. What do you say we uh, head back to the uh, source of cleaner water, maybe? <clears throat> so it's me. Let's get it. So it's me, Sisbrun. 
Oh, uh, before we go, though, I'd best, um, we'd best take those bottles with us. Other than the flying, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> she says, I've made every save and taken like 12 points of damage. I'm fine. Yes, uh, the theory that he wouldn't be able to hurt you was certainly right on the money. And Kaelin will um, clean off his weapons a bit and then fly back to the cave. I don't think I've ever seen so many spells. I don't know if I've ever used so many spells. Well, if I were you, I'd... Um, Stick with being a good, gorgeous human woman who uh, can only uh, uh, who's going to live a normal life, and as opposed to turning yourself into a hideous abomination just to be able to cast a few more. I think you are fairly safe on that score. I will have fallen far indeed from Earthdale's grace at the point where that looks invited. <laughs> he was strong, but what so many of these creatures do not understand is that strength and happiness do different things. A long life is not necessarily the same as a good one. Uh, and um, Kaelin looks dismissively around the cave he's just flown into. They're like my ass better than his. And Svetlana finds what is unquestioningly the evilest opponent in this campaign and fails to fight him yeah. even once. Yeah. Yes, but as a high-level spellcaster, shooting things with a bow isn't always going to be her thing. Anyway, I smitten five times. That's the most time I've ever hit a sing- I've ever smit a single opponent. So, smote a single opponent. If you care, yeah. Uh, the wriggling man has burned through uh, all of it, both of his ninth level spells, all three of his eighth level spells, all four of his seventh level spells. One, two, three, four, five, six. All six of his sixth level spells. <laughs> two, three, three of his fifth level spells, uh, and then. Down to very little... He still had, like, plenty of low-level spells that were mostly useless. Yeah. So, um, I think at this point we all retreat to the cave for a bit of recovery time. Yeah. And, um, Kaelin will trouble Svetlana for another prestidigitation as he wants to check around here before we get anywhere resembling clean things. Yeah. Bryn isn't even worried in the slightest about being covered in filthy swamp water and worms. Yeah. Yes, but... Um, she will actively start eating them. Yeah. Helen is slightly more fastidious. They're already cooked. She's like, mm, already cooked. Shame to send them to waste. <laughs> Svetlana is just like, I'm, I'm too polite. To, I'm too well-polished a diplomat to say anything about this. This yeah. is this is great. This is lovely. We're in a filthy feathered swamp eating worms. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have to eat the worms. No, I have no intention of eating the worms. <laughs> I am going to get a large amount of water, flavor it with prestigitation to something rolls flavored, then gargle several times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and we will check out the cave, but I wonder if we want to leave it there, given that was a pretty mammoth session as is. Sure. Um, I'm actually perfectly happy for you to check out the cave, because cool. there ain't going to be much here. Cool. It's pretty much exactly what you would think. Um, the... You, you have by and large explored all of it already because yep. there is almost nothing here but these bottles and writing desks and things. Yeah. Um, Svetlana can ID Magical Ink, which doesn't surprise you in the slightest. Yeah. Um, the Wriggling Man's stuff is left behind, floating in the swamp, and Bryn will go out and get it for yep. the hell of it. 
Um, what you find is that he's got a bag of holding that has his spell book in it, which yeah. is full of all manner of hofty spells that you don't care about. Yeah, but we'll take the bag of holding and the spell book because Kaelin still cares about treasure yeah. even if I don't. And then a bunch of magical stuff, none of which is particularly exciting. Yep. Cool, cool. And that is that. Yep. At which point, um, we will, um, Kaelin will try picking up a bottle. Oh, uh, the one thing you will find that wasn't here before is that this cave floor is now full of cooked worms as well that weren't here before, as if he had some sort of contingent dimension door or teleport or some such thing on. Ah, uh, yeah. The way you just blow straight past his conditions for it, because yeah. he doesn't, it doesn't go off until he's real low on hit points. Right, yeah. And Spitlana killed him with the last fireball. Yeah. So if she burns him, he catches fire, he contingent dimension doors back to his cave and part. Yeah. Doesn't the dimensional anchor counter that? True. Yeah. Copsy Copsar, in any yeah. case. It's uh, largely irrelevant at this point. And yes, what is in the cave is these bottles, which yeah. have several chunks of Stagthorn in them and Littleton. Yeah. So, we've got a couple of options here. I personally would like to um, head back to the vicinity of at least the Pixie, uh, at least East Pixone, so we can um, get dry and clean and um, have a rest before uh, tackling Titania. But uh, I also um, was wondering if we ought to walk these things all the way back out and leave them in Tristram and Michaela's care. We've got some of our citizens in there, the poor buggers, and um, these Littleton folk as well. I don't think it would be safe to leave them here, whatever will happen to the Fable. Aye, very good point. That does help. It is possible they would be fine, but I do not like to think of them ending up in some random corner of Thousand Breaths. That does, however, mean we'll need to carry him careful-like. Ache. So, um, let's uh, get as cleaned up as we can, and for the time being, which means just sticking yeah. around for a couple of hours and doing the presentation, and uh, then carry him carefully out. It'll be a long trick. Um, we can sleep on the way if we uh, if we get tired enough to, but tiredness doesn't mean the same thing here, and I'd rather be gone. And, um, basically we're going to, um pick up the glass bottles, yeah. um, or at least all the ones with people in them if yeah. we can't carry them all. I no, the, these things are the size of big candy jars. Yeah. You don't anticipate any real problem with this. Among other things, they look like decent thick glass. Like, presuming they can be broken, you're quite sure you could smash them with ease if you were yeah. so inclined. But just, like, giving it an accidental drop isn't going to result in them exploding like a bomb. Yeah. Um... So you have no real problem with this because, among other things, you can just pick them up. Um, the ones without people in them you probably don't need to worry about because you can just put them in your extra-dimensional spaces. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's a certain line of logic that says the bottles must have a certain amount of air and environment within them. Yeah. Or the area would all be dead. On the other hand, they might be relying on the external oxygen and that sort of thing. Uh, I don't want By to the chance way, it. Um, how much do you care about depriving, like, the random bits of grass from random chunks of your land? There may be random animals in there, but no, probably not tremendously. Yeah, so stuff them in a bag of holding. Yeah. Um, and Bryn says, mm, I will take the little village. 
I uh, have a certain grace and sure-footedness that, that you sometimes lack, <laughs> dearest husband. Well, uh, uh, what about if um, uh, what about then if Svetlana carries the um, carries the scouts, being that she's a little bit more um, tactful, and I'll lug the be- and I'll lug um, anything that needs lugging in the others. Understood. And, um, yeah, I think the extra-dimensional storage space is probably safer than for the random bits of land because that way they can't break if Kalen falls down. Yeah. It's not um, as safe for the various critters that may still be alive in there, but it's a... Yeah, yeah, but, like, how much does Kalen give a shit about the random deer? Actually, he would preserve them if the opportunity arose, but he thinks that, generally speaking, that he prioritises his well-being first, and he doesn't want to be crushed under several kilos birth if he trips and falls at any point along this track. It's fair. (laughs) Okay. So... Do you want to finish out there? Do you want to go on to the next little point? I think go out and get back out of the first world. Okay. Because we basically, um, like, Sweet Lana may have a little bit of a problem with this, but Kalen doesn't see any need to stop at this point. So, are you exiting the swamp the way that you came in, through the path that is there, or are you going out the way Zodiac's picnic tells you to, which was hold your breath and dive? Uh, given that this is at the very furthermost point and we'd have to walk through everywhere, yeah. um, we'll try holding our breath and diving. Okay. Given that, we probably won't expend tons of effort on getting clean until we're out the other side. As you dive in, you hold your breath, you count to ten, you dive, whatever the instruction was. Yeah. Um, and you feel the water washing away from your face in a solid road beneath your feet, and suddenly you are on a path again. And once again, from behind you, there is that massive shattering noise of glass and the crunching under your feet of glass breaking with each footstep. And you are on a road. Cool. We head along the road. Yep. You follow it, and it takes you back to the house at the edge of time. Cool. All right. We endeavor to go past it and begin retracing our steps via the Zuddigitz Picnic Road. Yep. You follow that one, which should take you back to, um... I can't remember what was immediately before the house. No, but I can, because that's what I have. Notes for, of all strange things. Uh, house uh, This should take you back to the, um... Uh, uh, the Misbegotten Trolls. Cool, so we head, we head for the Misbegotten Trolls. We never head for the Misbegotten Trolls blade. Yep. And... You come, you, as you head down the road, the road curves ahead of you, and in less than sort of five minutes of walk, of walking, or riding rather, because you retrieved your, um, well, no, no, you abandoned horses. Didn't yeah, you? We're, we're, we're just floating yeah. along. So, within less well, than, walking, Svetlana may be floating. Within less than five minutes of flying or walking, you find yourself walking back towards the archway, the three statues. Ah. Weird. This is the direction that you, um, you, you're following the directions that should take you to the Misbegotten Trolls Glade. They yeah. do not. They take you to the archway. Alright, and, um, Caelan will endeavour to walk straight through the archway. You walk out into Thousand Breaths, where Tristan and Michaela are camped out. And Caelan will wave at them. 
we're now Brennan, uh, Svetlana and I are le- considerably less foul because she's had the prestidigitations going for for a little while. Yes. Um, actually, yeah, no, actually only slightly less foul because the um, they've only been up for five minutes. Brynn is absolutely covered in swamp water and worms. And so that would mean you have lost a wind chaser somewhere in here, I believe, because you... No, I explicitly didn't bring him. Ah, you, you, don't, you have lost your random horses somewhere. We explicitly didn't bring any horses. Ah, because you were planning on, um... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because you're flying. Yes. Sorry, too many things to remember. Yeah, no, that's okay. The random horses are all... And Winchester are all still outside. Yep. We emerge on the other side. Okay. And you exit. And, um, Cam says... Oh, that took care of the wriggling man. And, um, you know, it's him. Tristram and Michaela can see that Bryn is covered in dead, burnt worms. Yep. <laughs> ah, says Michaela. Wonderful. Another powerful enemy removed from Stagthorn's path. Uh, and, uh, it, we'd like, um, whoever decided who we'll be going in with as yet, but... Whoever stays behind is looking after these poor fellows, and Caleb will dig in his bag, and it hasn't actually been that long, and get out the other vials as well. Yep. Tristan looks at them with big white eyes. Oh, well, that's fascinating. <laughs> Very carefully starts yes. interacting with them. From Zodigas Picnic, I assume if you break them, giant town appears. So, you know, they need very careful care. On yes, the other yes, hand. Let's not do that. On the other hand, if nothing else happens, nothing appears to... They, they are all fine fine as far as it may be said. What we do with them afterwards is a good question, but I figure they'll be safer out here than in there. Uh, so, here's the thing. Um, something funny happened when we were in there, and Caelan is going to detail all the shattering glass stuff, yep. including the bit that at the end they just appeared in the archway. And Tristan thinks about this. And what would you say it sounded? Breaking glass, you say. And and did you feel any sense of wrenching presence? And blah, 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 blah. And he says, ah, yes. I think I can account for that. Uh, you see, as Michaela notified you, um, what was now a few hours ago, um, we saw the archway appear, regardless of not having the trophies to connect it to the first world. Knock, 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 he says on the Castle of Knives. It's here, quite solid. And you'll observe it's no longer as strange as reflective. It's lost its properties of the first world. Uh, I would say that those pieces of the fable, the fable itself at this point, has almost been entirely uprooted. The Pixholm, the lake, the lake of swans, Castard's graveyard, they're all here, he says, and gestures to out his arms out to thousand breaths. Somewhere, there are literally no more intervening glades in the fable for you to cross. They've been uprooted out here into the material plane. I'm not sure precisely where they've ended up, but uh, I'm sure if we take a hunt around Thousand Breaths, we'll find them. Well, that's all good. I hope the little pixies um, took our advice and batted down the hatches, and there should be nothing in the rest of those places that can threaten our citizens. It's over much. I'm not sure what the black swans could do if they were minded to, but... Uh, 
I don't see them as a serious threat. It, and uh, with Castard, um, with Castard, Niska, and uh, uh, the and the Misbegotten Troll gone, and those places are just places now. <laughs> I'm glad we killed Niska before she um, possibly broke Titania's bindings and disappeared off into the forest to cause us yeah, trouble yeah, later. That would be a good question once she got back out. Um, of course, it's entirely possible if you hadn't killed her that she wouldn't have been able to leave. Remember that the fable is uprooted by disconnecting its most powerful guardians, those that are connected to it. Literally, like, as you've cleared each glade, it's broken behind you. Yeah. Well, that's a good result and no mistake, and I'm glad for the information. However, I feel at this time that Titania's is tomorrow's problem. As for me, I'm going to go have a bath in that nice river and uh, wash the worms, worms off when I su- 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 suggest that anyone, everyone who came in with me do the same. And thank you both. <laughs> you were both tremendous. And he didn't know what he, and he didn't know what hit him, and I wasn't sure, at all sure we could take him, and I'm pleased to find that we can. I feel safe in the assertion that no one will miss him over much either. And Kaelin is going to go off and have a bath. And at that point, I am content to leave it there. <laughs> Kaelin is very tired and um, prepared to take a moment and possibly even recruit a little bit, re- resupply a little bit. Yep. Possibly buy some potions and things. Fair enough, too. Yep. Um, so... Bryn will go roaming around in the woods at high speed long enough to confirm this is totally the case. Over there, there's a big lake full of black swans. Somewhere yeah. over there, there's a forest. There's this graveyard that has appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. And has now started to unfreeze in the temperate environment. Yeah. So all their extraordinary capacities are gone. What yeah. you have is now a lake without a giant vortex. Yeah. Um, a waterfall that... Um, appears to have come out in a fairly logical place, dislodging a chunk of rivers. The waterfall is still flowing. It's just now flowing naturally, as opposed to supernaturally, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, So you have uprooted the fable. Yes. Little is left of Titania's power to oppose you, but still perhaps just enough. Dum-dum-dum.